7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, that doesn't even describe it, how interesting tonight's show is going to be. Dear sweet baby Jesus, we need your little tiny fist of anger now more than ever. Welcome to the program, uh, of course, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, soon to be just RadioForHumans.com, dare I say it. But don't go to the website yet, it's not done. But joining me on the program, as always, a fellow human and a human architect of Radio for Humans, at least our artwork, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome aboard. Oh, Chris Christie. Oh, please God. blow up. Oh, fly, fat ass fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris Christie. Uh, uh, it, it, he's still relevant. He's still relevant. This is this. We're giving this goon airtime. Fly, fat ass fly! Oh, all right. We'll get to that momentarily. But for right now, somebody we're definitely looking forward to hearing from. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the Bubble of Swamp, co-host extraordinaire. Welcome. Hi. I'm so hungry. I know. I know. It, your your Taco Tuesdays had a, a monkey wrench thrown in the gears. It was supposed to be a Cinco de Mayo. Um, Taco Tuesday, also. And Taco Tuesday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, everybody. So here's the thing. Bob made an order to a local restaurant or 15. We were told we could could come pick it up at 545. Mm. Yeah, he's not home yet. Yeah, man. They should have they should have been more realistic with you on the times knowing how busy of a day Cinco de Mayo and a Taco Tuesday would be. Well, yeah, there's two things. I don't want to blame I just I, Okay. Blame I them. Blame them. I blame them. Let's all blame them. <laughs> we are the blame them. Also, it's blamed. <laughs> And shamed. <laughs> it's a small business. It's a small business. So we've just oh. been like, maybe once a week, we're just trying to just order out. But Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I just want him home. I'm really on the point of tears. It's, I understand. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's a really good... It's my husband. He's a really good man. He's been yeah. standing in line. Well over an hour now. He called. Oh, I called him. Was like, "Hey, babe, what's going on?" He said, "I'm in line. I'm just when I get home, I'm just gonna bring you food because I know you'd be doing the show." And um, as I told Kenny and Joe, when when he finally gets home, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
not be on the show for about a half an hour because not a problem. Dinner with not a problem. We we have uh, we have things to talk about here. So yeah, uh, we, we haven't been known to talk. No, is, never. Is Trump, no. Is, does Trump still take oxygen? Um, still breathe. I, I don't know, but it'd be nice to put maybe like a big helium pump up his ass and t- see if he floats into the stratosphere. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry for bitching first and not <laughs> saying hello first. Hi. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. Speaking of local restaurants, p- places I would like to support, one of my favorite pizza places, Giannino's. All right. Let me tell you how fucking awesome this company is. And again, I don't care if it's a franchisee. If the if if this gets changed, and the entire franchise, everyone else in the franchise denounces this, I might consider going back to them. But a Giannino's in uh, Orville, Ohio. I have one right around the corner from us where I get pizza and chicken wings, or, or you know, no chicken like the pressure cooked chicken and JoJo's and everything. Great pizza place. Excellent pizza place. I have a friend who works there. And the one in Orville, Ohio, posted a sign, we will not force patrons to wear personal protective equipment. Please reference the U.S. Constitution. I added the Are you kidding me? No, it's uh, I shared it on my... It's on my Facebook, but I'll share the picture. Uh, in the I can put it in the chat tango chat but um yeah it's on my facebook feed cousin curtis shared this and i mean really well please reference the constitution about my right to never fucking walk into one of your establishment establishments again how about that wow so hey wow, maggots wow, wow, wow. maggots if you're in the, the ohio area look and see if giannino's is uh uh, around, go in there and cough on each other with your fucking toothless mouths. What if, the, if those motherfuckers? I'm I'm a little angry and I'm hungry. Yeah. So, so I yeah. If those motherfuckers want to like reference the Constitution. What about the um, idea of achieving life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Like I don't know, life comes for liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. So, I I just I, I, this is something into oh Declaration of Independence, but no, yeah, I, I mean fucked it up. So I'm no, a that's okay. American. No, you're not. You're oh. not. I mean, reference. Uh, what we should do is reference the uh, the Declaration of Independence and declare our independence from Giannino's and say we have a right to pursue life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness and, and health. And yeah, oh. and guess what? Your establishment doesn't uh, fit within that paradigm, so we're just going to avoid you like the plague because there's a plague. It really is a plague. I mean, it's now become. You know what's sad? It's now I, become that. Guys, I gotta go. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see you in a little bit. Around seven thirty. Okay. I love you. We'll see you in a bit. Tell Bob, give Bobber a hug. And marital relations. Make him shower. i'm not kidding i'm not kidding all right (laughs) we'll see in a little bit rain so all right so joe uh yeah i mean seriously is that some like 20th level bullshit 
Yeah, what's what's really sad here is that we've gotten down to like we don't even recognize science. We don't recognize anything. Everything is everything is to support that fucking piece of shit in the White House. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck does he have over these people? Like, what is the the religion that he started? Uh, it's a death cult. The cult. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jesus, these people—they're into human sacrifice now. I, I, I like the way I like the way like Chris Christie said. Oh, well, you know, people are going to die anyway, so you know, let them die. Well, that's okay. How about your kids? Is that sure. okay if 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 your lead, kids are one of them? How about if Chris Christie's it, kids yeah. die? There's 15 kids in New York City that went to the hospital with some unknown affliction that has something to do with COVID that they don't know. How about if your kids are one of them, Chris Christie? Yeah. How Lead the fuck are you going to feel? Are you a, we're willing to sacrifice. Really? You're willing to sacrifice your wife? You remember? Okay. Your kids? Joe, Joe here, here's here's the simple answer. We know that that's not, he would never even consider that. Cause you remember when, remember when his family was out on the beach when like uh, it, it was after, was it after Hurricane Sandy? Sandy, Sandy, yeah, I think it was. And he had his fat ass out on the beach with his family, like, oh, the beach is all ours right now. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be around the rabble. He doesn't want his family subject to the general population. He's a piece of garbage. He, you know, just like any other Republican. You know, of course, everybody's like, oh, well, Christie had a moment of clarity when talking about Trump. Every fucking moron in the world can have a moment of clarity when talking about Trump because Trump surpasses them all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know? <laughs> all I know is these people are so willing to sacrifice lives for the fucking economy, but not theirs. No. Not their kids, not their wives, not their daddies and mommies. No, no, no. Oh, my kids will never have to work at McDonald's. Let those kids die. Jesus Christ. Yeah. These people have no fucking heart. No fucking heart at all. No. Nothing. N- nothing whatsoever. in that chest except fat. Yeah. Fat and fat. Yes. Exactly. Is all that's in that chest. Uh, pounding. Pulsing pile of fat. <laughs> I don't know if we've let it be known how we really feel tonight on the show, Joe. Uh, I think we should we should expound upon it more. But no, actually, um, no, you're you're right. You're right. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You want to talk about the cult that Trump has created? Um, we got to talk about this. Alex Jones is back. Oh. And there, the, the Trump death cult isn't just into human sacrifice. No. Well, Alex Jones has kicked mm-hmm. it up a step further. And I'm not going to say anything about this, everybody, because at the off chance that somebody hasn't already heard this, I want, I want you, I want you to, I won't warn you <laughs> to put something <laughs> under your jaw before it hits the floor. That's all I'll say. Do tell. This is tell. this is a, a mashup of Alex Jones talking about a subject on his radio program the other day that I don't think I've ever heard any other conservative talk about. Hmm. I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? How I'm going to haul him up by a chain? 
and chop his ass up, I'll do it. But I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, am I ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up? And you know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. Well, my baby's coming to the equation. I will cook your ass up so fast. And I'll tell them, oh, I killed a cow out back, baby. Here it is because my baby's ain't going to die. Why does the cow have fingers? Your failure. (laughs) I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I'll barbecue your ass flat. I will eat you. I'll drink your blood. You understand that? I I will hang your ass up. And cut you into cutlets like a filet mignon and grill your ass before I watch my daughters starve to death. You know, let me tell you something right now. All right, I, 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 I got to gotta pause this. I got to pause this because there's like another okay. minute of that shit. Okay, so Alex Jones, also known for, you know, saying that God, give me the power, give me the strength and, you know, praise Jesus and weeps for Christ and all this stuff. I'm sorry, Joe. I know you. You, you know you. You uh, went to Catholic school. I went to Christian school, and I think maybe were they just protecting us from you know the Book of Dahmer in the Bible? Yeah, that's what it was. Um, sometimes I was told by the nuns to just just eat the kid next to me <laughs> if he got on your nerves. <laughs> so. Yeah, just eat him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! If he's oh no, you should eat the kid who looks over your shoulder and cheats. And then the slogan should be: If he's cheating, I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but okay. So, so Alex Jones is literally talking about graphically talking about turning some part of his lovely estate into a human abattoir. A slaughterhouse for humans on the radio. I think I need to remind everybody of something Alex Jones said a while ago. Um, This is something he said on his program. And I'm thinking that maybe the authorities might want to, I don't know, check up on him. I mean, I never bragged about it or all that kind of stuff, but I've, I've had a few girlfriends and done a few things and beat people to death and things like that. Is he basically a serial killer admitting it to everybody? Hmm. I think he may be. I think he may be. I, I think maybe that is like a cry for help for somebody to completely investigate his creepy compound because to me, it sounds like there might be bodies buried on his property. He said he has beaten people to death with his bare hands. He has talked mm-hmm. about the, his desire at length for consuming human flesh. I think there might need to be a welfare check. And I think that a warrant should be issued to search his property because he has openly admitted to beating people and has said that he will slaughter people out back for his daughter to eat. Mm. That does not sounds seem like an unreasonable request from the authorities at this point. <laughs> no, that sounds threatening to me. Uh, I, I mean, I remember the last time my neighbor wanted to come over and eat me. And, um, you know, it wasn't a pleasant experience for anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, um, fortunately, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. At least, uh, hopefully, you both made it out, though. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With empty yeah. stomachs. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so. you know. And then, oh, then look at here he comes back from his shopping spree. Did you see this? Oh yes, I did. That is that is quite magnificent. Did you put it in the uh, in the Radio for Humans uh, general text channel? You might be. Oh, you, you might need you, to go up to the top text channel and uh, the Radio okay. for Humans one. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Oh there. Oh hey. Yeah. That's where that's where there all the action are. is. So, there they are. But yeah, so so Alex Jones, I understand, went to the grocery store the other day. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And uh, here's some of the bags he brought home. Uh, hey, guess who I ran into it? Ran into at the store. Stopper. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm all for like you know wearing the big Mad Max shoulder pads and getting mohawks and wearing like you know big stripes under our eyes like Adam Ant and shit like that, and you know maybe wearing some chaps and spikes or things like that. Have some fringe on a leather jacket jacket whatever i'm all about that kind of dystopian future but jesus christ alex jones wants to eat people they're people <laughs> i mean you know okay oh my god yeah wendy's was out of hamburgers don't worry alex jones oh that's why he's freaking out now we know his <laughs> that's diet it. secret that's, that's why his wendy's his wendy's ran out first because he was eating all the hamburgers he had an advanced <laughs> advanced knowledge of what was going on at Wendy's. Well, they, you know Only- what? They said that the, it was 50 locations that they are, or something like that, 50 locations, I think, where they, they took burgers off yeah. the menu because of meat shortages. I mm-hmm. would like to see where those are and see in what radius to uh, Austin, Texas, where Alex Jones lives. I'd like to see, because uh, I think he lives in Austin, uh, which just sucks for everybody else in Austin. Sorry, guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah, see if the, those Wendy's that are out of hamburgers are in out Al- around Alex Jones's house. And I think we'll get to the bottom of why he's so angry right now. He's, uh, yeah, I, I, in fact, I, I would check his neighbors first. This guy couldn't peel a you strip know? of bacon off and fry it either. I mean, he's just a tub of goo. He's, this guy can't cook. He's thinking, yeah, who are you fooling? I cut up a turkey the other day, you big wimp. So, but, but, but anyway, back to Alex Jones' uh, 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 cannibal wet dream. I do. I'm going to get my hands around your throat. Oh, oh. I, mm-hmm. I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll my bite your neck. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers oh. being honest, I've extrapolated this out, <laughs> and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going... I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. And you know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. Oh, oh God. I will. Okay. Okay. I'm combat okay. model, optimum self-sufficiency. Probably the leader. <laughs> Probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that I, thought I, I have could not. fix this. And I'm starting to think about I'll having to it? eat no. my neighbors. You think I like? Sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up uh, by a chain and chop yeah, his I ass do. up. I'll do yes. it. I know. My children aren't going I, hungry. I think you like it. I, I will eat your ass. Oh. Okay. And that's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You know, they have a name for that in prison, Alex. It's called sat uh, tossing one salad. So you might be able to experience it behind bars, buddy. 
Uh, what were you going to say, Joe? <laughs> well, at least the leech just eat my ass, you know. I, maybe I'll f- fit in my jeans again. Oh, man. Jeez, uh, what, what would make you think, what the fuck's wrong with this man? Uh, that you would have to eat your neighbor? It, it's, yeah. I, I, I just don't even... You know, it, oh, and here, here, we have to assume, okay, so here, yeah, Comet Pizza, uh, Comet Ping Pong, uh, whatever, uh, Trojan Rabbit put that in there, the, the mm. uh, you know, the the child sex dungeon. Okay, well, Alex Jones, mm-hmm. your neighbor, if you, uh, I'm assuming you're talking about killing your neighbors, that you probably would end up killing the entire family, so you'll eat the children, too, so the authorities won't catch up with you, right? One would hope. So Alex Jones, and the cat, Alex and the dog Jones, and cat, I guess. Yeah, Alex Jones. Uh, you know, he was buying the PizzaGate thing where there uh, there was a, an alleged sex trade with children. Alex Jones isn't talk just talking about uh, you know having sex with children, even though I think he has he said something on it uh, about that before, um, where he kind of insinuated that he had watched some kind of kitty porn at some point i'll have to go back oh my god i I, uh, going back through my alex jones stuff it's like well how is he not behind bars he's worse than i mean he's worse than charles manson and now he's saying he's gonna you know um personally start chopping up people and eating them jesus god so why i I, I mean what was there maybe Okay, you're right. Maybe there was a Wendy's. I think it's the Wendy's shortage. (laughs) I think that's it. I want my (laughs) Baconator. (laughs) (laughs) I want my Baconator fries. I want my Baconator burger. I want my Baconator (laughs) frosty. I want my Baconator frosty. (laughs) Baconator chili. Baconator baked potato. Baconator Pepsi. Um, <laughs> Jesus age Christ. Well, with all of this, I mean, this might seem dark and everything, everybody, but uh, out of the darkness comes a light. And uh, fortunately, we have a new sponsor on the program, everybody. Uh, here we go. In these troubled times, are you worried about food insecurity and don't know which way to turn? Well, look no further. And welcome to Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. Tell us more about it, Alex. I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? How I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I mean, I never bragged about it or all that kind of stuff, but I've, I've had a few girlfriends and done a few things and beat people to death and things like that. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex. We'll see everybody next time on Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. And chop his ass up. Wow. Uh, what a great new sponsor, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you got right on that, didn't you? You, you just uh, contact them, or how did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I was like, hey, let's yeah. work something out. Uh, you know, uh-huh. we'll, I'd love to love to have this feature on the program. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you're you're a great salesman. I got to tell you, you uh, got yeah, them right away. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, he promised me. Uh, 
I could get all the uh, beta super male vitality uh, or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that that that, that silver supplement uh, to to ward off COVID nineteen. I was somebody who thought I could fix this. He, <laughs> you too could be blue. <laughs> you know the funny that he's he's getting sued over, uh, or is it just him and or Jim Baker uh, or Jim Baker? I know it's Jim well, Baker Jim- for sure who's getting sued, but is Al- was Alex Jones getting sued over his COVID nineteen bullshit too? Um, I don't know. I know Jim Baker was in a little little credit card trouble there for a while. Oh yeah, Jim Baker definitely was. Yeah, but uh, there there was a cease and desist about him selling a product at least uh, at the very least. And I think Alex Jones had something similar happen that he he was hawking something on his show that would oh this will block any virus. Flush out your entire system. Uh, prime you for when you eat your neighbors. Really put a... <laughs> make sure it puts a hair on your chest. Turns you red in the after of the before and after pictures. Um, I don't know if anybody gets that deep Alex Jones cut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where there was the before and after picture and one was just him paler and one was like with a red saturation. <laughs> and he was both... Each one he was just as fat as the other. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, we have the, the, the member of the all lives matter and the blue lives matter people and all those. Now we've got, uh, well, you know what? My neighbor's life doesn't matter if I'm hungry. And now we have blue lives don't matter if I want to go bowling. So, you know, the blue lives matter, folks, all the people out there who, who, who fell for that scam from the right, the, the people who wanted to push that on you and say, people just want to kill cops. Everybody just wants to kill cops. No, no, no. Black lives matters. Uh, I, I've said it before on this program, uh, the all lives matter people. If that was true, you wouldn't need black lives matter because people of color are killed disproportionately uh, by police officers in this country to any other uh, background. And that is a fact. So again, you know, the whole, we, we can't stay, how dare that? Well, what uh, uh, Trump called uh, Colin Kaepernick, a son of a bitch for kneeling in all of his, his cultist followed suit. And you know, you better stand. I stand for the pledge. I stand for the national anthem, all that shit. And it's like, so all these people, and it's like, you know, I'm so mad they're protesting over this. And, oh, I'm so mad because blue lives really matter. And and now they're out in the street and they're like, I want to, you know, I want to go to Baskin Robbins and, you know, build a bear. My my toes have to be cut. I mean, my uh, my nails have to be filed down. I need a mani-pedi. I mean, these freaks, you know, so it's all lies. This should show anybody who is ever on the fence or ever was, like, leaning towards, like, being sympathetic towards one of those causes for blue lives matters or all lives matters. Or, you know, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, well, doesn't every life matter? Yeah, you're dumb. You don't understand things. But now all the people who pretended to really hardcore believe in that stuff, the people who are not compatible with other human beings, are out there screaming... For something, again, it's white privilege, like to the fucking max. It's pathetic. It is disgusting. It is it, it is deplorable. Thank you, Hillary Clinton. Yes, you want to see deplorable? Yes. 
Here it is now. You think Hillary was lying? Nope. The basket just overflowed. <laughs> it's they are. They are a casket of deplorables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they're gonna be they're, they're gonna be a mass grave of deplorables if they're not fucking careful. And I'm saying I'm not threatening them. I'm saying they're threatening their own lives trying to get sick. I mean, there have been all kinds of blowups in you know in small pockets all around the country. That's how we got. We're we're gonna be to a hundred thousand in a few days. Well, just think. Today we started off a little under sixty nine thousand. Right, and we're approaching seventy-one thousand tonight. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Uh, last count I saw, uh, there's different counts. The one on the Washington Post, uh, where they're counting, have it up to seventy thousand five fifty-seven. It started a little under okay. seventy this morning. All so right. it just crossed 70 early this morning, and it's now approaching 71. Oh, I'm sorry. I was confused because I was thinking of the other day when it just surpassed 61. Oh, yeah. That was just the other day. That was like a couple of days after a, he said we weren't going to pass ago. 50. Right? I don't think it was even a week ago. I, no. I can't cannot even remember. I so, so. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, yeah, so... We got some laughs mixed in with the outrage there. And don't worry, we have more from our sponsor. Dusty Dion is going to be joining us again tonight. He's just going to come on and talk politics with us in an hour or two. Or not just politics, but news and, and what's going on on the left coast. Uh, how he's staying safe and what he's doing. And, you know, it's just all, it's good to hear from him. It was really nice reconnecting with him last week. And I invited him to come back this week. Um, again, I think it's really important to get people on both sides of the country and hell the middle of the country, if, if we can, um, just to see what pe different people's experiences are. So, um, but anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. Rain should be, uh, winding down her Cinco de Mayo uh, celebration with Bobber. And of course, Bobber is, uh, will be joining us on Friday, but yeah, hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night with me, Joe and rain right after this. I bring you a message, a message few of you will be able to believe, a message of great importance, a message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember, bring your friends here.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Joe Santorsis, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Uh, rough, rough, rough. Rough, rough, rough. <laughs> that is right. Rough, rough. And of course, I believe that's Rain and maybe Duke or Earl. Uh, or maybe she's not, or maybe she's actually not on the show yet. So I should put her back <laughs> in the green room. <laughs> she was, I noticed she was unmuted. So I pulled her into the green room, but I wanted to make sure um, she knew. Uh, yeah, we'll just pull her back in the green room for now. 
Uh, but yeah, so, uh, all right, welcome back to the show. A couple of quick programming notes. Uh, well, again, our transition uh, this month to Radio for Humans is impending. It is impending, but it's exciting, too. Um, uh, we will be losing the music license. Uh, that is my decision to not dump too much money. I can always get the music license back if things change, but I'm not going to be spending extra money that I think is frivolous. That's all. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to be running old time radio stuff after, uh, the 14th of this month. And then something we're going to do special on Wednesday, the 13th. Yes. Adam, if I haven't told you already, I'm sorry. We're preempting your rebroadcast of my check radio on Wednesday, the 13th, starting at noon until midnight. We are going to be taking your requests all night long. The uh, super group of me, Paul, and Adam will be manning the uh, DJ bo booths for 12 hours on uh, Wednesday, May 13th for final musical send-off. We're not going to buy any music if we don't have it. If it's something you know we have or have a pretty good guess of what we have, We'll just keep throwing requests at us for that day. We'll play them, you know, whenever. So, again, that's a good time for everybody to ch check us out for, you know, whenever they can, if they're doing work or whatever. Um, you know, we'll be doing, like, three-hour rotations or something like that. Uh, and uh, although it probably should be four-hour rotations, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so I think that's kind of exciting, Joe, as a little, little bit of a, a send-off there for the music. What do you think? I say send it off. Excellent. Sounds like great time. Like a All great right. time. And of course, Paul will be retooling his program for old time radio stuff. Adam has the coming uh, the show upcoming show, Hebert's House of Horror, that will replace Ooh. his uh, Midnight Sun show. Uh, of course, it, it'll probably be in a slightly different time slot. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do the sci-fi double feature anymore because we're going to be doing like all old-time radio, so we might as well not just lump that. You know, we'll probably do themes every night. Like, you know, Mystery Mondays, you know, or whatever. Um, uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun with that. And, uh, of course, um, we're also uh, glad to, to report the broadcast and From the Bunker will be following us over as well as the Tim Coromel Show, my show, Adam's show. And, uh, yeah, uh, and, uh, of course, um, uh, the Lunatic Parade as well. And, and I don't know if I'm forgetting anything, but I think that's everybody. So, yeah, so the, it's going to say the same word. We're, we're not bringing over the Jefferson uh, hour because that I don't know Clay Jenkinson and I don't know it. No, and, and I'm not I don't want to be offensive, but nobody listened to that show. We generally had no listeners when that show was on. So we're just not carrying it over. That was something Kim established on Indie Media Weekly. I don't think it's necessarily a good fit for what we do here. I think we're a little more lighthearted and jovial with our programming. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that being said, uh, welcome back. Okay. Rain is trying to get back in and she can't figure out. I put her in the green room. So she's back. Rain, you're back. Hi, did you uh, you didn't, you didn't mute your mic. So I dragged you into the green room. God, <laughs> I thought I muted. How well, much did you hear of? We just heard dogs barking oh. and you yelling at the dog. And you know, that's pretty much it. We heard the start of Cinco de Mayo and then I dragged you into the green room and then I brought you back and then I heard the dogs barking. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, uh, I, 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 think I, I may have it, pressed yeah. the mute button twice. I, Jesus. It is fine. Don't worry about it. If it ever happens, I can just drag you into the green room. It's fine. And then uh, drag you back out, you know, when we come back. So, that sounds horrible. I'm going to drag you into the green room. I'm, not, I'm Alex Jones. 
It's what I call my human slaughterhouse. Um, oh, yeah, you missed out on that, Ray. We talked about Alex Jones' cannibalistic ways. Yeah. But fortunately, okay. fortunately, we, uh, you know, uh, it is a dark thing. It is a dark thing, Alex Jones and his uh, cannibalistic tendencies. But I told Joe, out of the darkness comes a light, and we have a new sponsor on the program. In these troubled times, are you worried about food insecurity and don't know which way to turn? Well, look no further. And welcome to Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. Tell us more about it, Alex. But I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. When my babies come into the equation, I will cook your ass up so fast. And I'll tell them, oh, I killed a cow out back, baby. I'll do it. I'm not being a drama queen here. I got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. This ain't funny, man. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex. We'll see everybody next time on Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. That is still good meat on that fucking fish, kid. Oh, see, because they were talking about humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. Now you can eat a fish, kid. <laughs> so <laughs> Everybody a had fish fi- <laughs> you've had fish sticks in the past. Now you can have a fish, kid. From Alex Jones, Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. What do you think, Ray? I love it. Great new sponsor, think- huh? Yeah, yeah. Yes, great new sponsor. <laughs> She's taken aback. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't worry, there's I more for later. I, what is wrong with that? Oh, my. Hey, oh, I laid out the case. I laid out the case in the first uh, segment that he needs a, a a welfare check, and there needs to be a search of his premises to see if he's already killed somebody because he's admitted to killing people with his bare hands before. If you remember, Rain, um, and uh, it, it, let me see. Where's the? Uh, yeah, here's the here's the here's the clip uh, for you. Um, I mean, I never bragged about it or all that kind of stuff, but I've I've had a few girlfriends and done a few things and beat people to death and things like that. So he's said he beats people to death. He is fantasizing about killing his neighbors um, and uh, said he would slaughter them out on the back of his property and say it was a cow. But of course, you know, I, my question is, would be daddy, why does the cow have fingers? <laughs> so, uh, so um, or why does again, again, <laughs> I said this about six months ago. Uh huh. About somebody else? Yeah. There will be a day when Alex Jones takes his last... Eats his last hamburger from Wendy's? I think he did that already. <laughs> you cut out. <laughs> so, takes his last breath. Yeah. Never! I got the power Sorry, of I Satan in me! <clears throat> seriously. Not and- cut out ever again. That's okay. But seriously, I, you know, did uh, did I miss the the Christian teachings of uh, Brother Jeffrey Dahmer? Uh, Rain. What? <laughs> I, I asked if I missed the Christian teachings of Brother De- Jeffrey Dahmer, or maybe the oh. Donner Party. Um, you know, uh, I mean, Alex Jones claims to be a Christian, and he's talking about slaughtering and eating other people. Yeah, he's not a Christian. Yeah. It's just not. So, no, not at all. I'm not, so, I'm not <clears> even <throat> technically a Christian. But I'm going to just say he's not a Christian. Not a I Christian! Have <laughs> I have friends who are actual Christians. 
And no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, let me Not a Christian. There you go. Please forgive me. I'm coming into the show literally five minutes eating after. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting everything reversed. Literally five minutes after eating a dinner. So I just. Hot gnip gnips. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good gnips. dinner. Excellent. Good dinner, even though Excellent. Bob standed in line for ever. He's a stand up guy. <laughs> yeah, one might say that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back, Rain. And uh, yeah, so uh, I, I want to. Thank um, you. Thank you, Kenny and Joe, for just. That's okay. Appreciate it. This is a, and of course, Dusty's going to be on with us again in hour two. We're just to shoot the shit about everything. So, um, uh, but uh, yeah, but before we get into that, I thought we would we would take a, a time out on our program for a segment called. I'm not going to try and dislocate my shoulder patting myself on the back, but I did a pretty damn good job. Is what I want to call the segment. Um, because I know Rain definitely has done some awesome work this week with Bobber, and uh, this uh, Sunday and today, Susan and I have just uh, I, I made a Facebook post. I beat the backyard's ass today. It'll beat my ass in the morning. Um, and that's and you know what? I, honest to God, I did a I did a good solid six hours of digging and dirt moving and rock moving and all kinds of backyard cleanup, patio cleaning, whatever. I I bailed out the fire pit, you know. Um, you know, it still has water leaching into it because, you know, it's just going to happen because of groundwater. There's, there's no way, but it only has a couple inches of water in it right now. So I'm excited about that. And then today I dug up, oh, I'm also terraforming the backyard. I'm, I'm like actually trying to, um, like literally, you know, scape the land, you know, actually like get it going where I want in every little spot. Um, so it's like, okay, that's a little higher than that. I'll dig it off and throw it over here, you know, kind of shit. But um, uh, today, today I dug up um, the earth in front of the stairs from the sun porch that the lead outside, and I made some stone steps between there and the patio. And I'm pretty happy with it. They're not perfect. It needs to rain a couple times for things to really start settling. I'm not going to spray it now with the garden hose because there's enough water in my backyard, and I know it's going to rain, so I'm not going to waste water. Um, but, but I, you know, I build up, I build them pretty well. You can look at them on my Facebook timeline. If anybody wants to look, I, I really don't feel like uploading pictures anywhere right now. Um, because my shoulders hurt. Um, but yeah, so in, in, uh, also I started a, a compost trench the other day, which I'm pretty excited about. I looked up trench composting and there's a big, long stretch near our neighbor's garage. And what's great about her garage is she doesn't ever park a car in it or have anything in it. So I'm not worried about stuff leaching into the soil, like oil or gas or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so I'm digging this uh, this trench like every day. I dig like a foot deep by a foot wide. Not every day, but like every two days. And then we have a scrap canister that I take out. Like every two days, I bury it and then I dig the next section. So I have like, like a twenty foot section or something like that. And then by the time I get to the end, I'll I'll go back to the beginning and start you know turning that soil and adding more to it. So I'm kind of excited about that. Wow. Um, and it's not going to be difficult at all. It's just you know a matter of if as long as I can do it every every two days, uh, it's going to reduce our the waste going into the garbage can, and you know uh, we can reuse all of our stuff and then get ready to do vegetable garden when when we can. You know, 
So, what? Hmm. Who? What? Ken, you're talking about doing a vegetable garden? Yes. Gardening? Yeah, I, I'm talking about planting vegetables instead of slaughtering <laughs> slaughtering my neighbors. <laughs> yes. I'm teasing. I, I'm teasing. I, I, know. I, I know. Well, you know what? You know what? I might. I I have the time to do it now. So slaughter your neighbors? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No. Not a Christian. Uh <laughs> uh no. Cuz I we we talked about this. Yeah. Ken doesn't you know desperate I, times. Yeah. Hey, it's not even desperate happy times. About it's that. it's physical labor that I need to do to stay in shape is what it is too. And oh, I want to okay. make I want to make our backyard if I'm going to be here every day. Our backyard's gonna be a fucking paradise, you know. Aww, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's Ken. that's it. it. It pretty much already is. I want to send pictures, but I'm like, I want the leaves on the trees. It'll look so much nicer then. Um, so <laughs> it give me a little bit of time because I'm hoping the grass spreads into where because I've been digging up an old path and putting fill dirt in there and stuff. So, but uh, in in you and Bobber, Bobber just built some beds and you filled them with soil, right? Yeah, like. Uh, probably about a ton of soil. Four <laughs> beds? Three, three beds or four beds? Uh, eight beds. Mm. Holy shit, eight? I don't know why I only saw like four. Oh, maybe I was beds. just maybe I was thinking you were taking pictures at different angles. That's probably what no, it was. No. It, um, he did uh, without going into it was eight beds. Wow. Some bigger, some smaller, but it was pretty much a, a ton of fucking soil. Yeah, I was just like, I'll dump them. <laughs> yeah, oh, my back yeah. is good. I'm working out. Mm -hmm. There you go. And uh, and yeah, and I dumped the. Uh, we had a couple bags of gravel that we were able to use to finish off in between the rocks and everything. It looks pretty nice. I'll try and get a picture on one of the chat rooms for everybody. Um, because I'm I'm pretty proud of it. I gotta say. Uh, but you know, it looks all dirty and stuff. I'm like, I want it to rain and I want the grass to start growing. Um, but I'm still pretty proud of how the, how the thing looks, but, um, but anyway, yeah. So Joe, what's your week been like? Um, I talked to the landscaper. He's coming Friday. Nice. <laughs> That's, <it>. That's my <laughs> landscape. You guys make me tired. You really do. You tire me out. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Here's the thing, Joe, I, I, your yard I is fucking consider. perfect. Your yard is perfect. So I, I yeah. that's why I didn't say, what did you do in your yard today? I said, what was your week like? My, okay. My week, um, it's been quiet so far. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. we didn't, Barb did a little shopping on Monday by herself. Okay. Um, How was her experience? Not good. I mean, I mean. Everybody around us is noticing that there's a lot of people out this week. Oh. We haven't yes. seen in months. So I'm yes. wondering, what are you people thinking? You know, like, why are there all the, the traffic and people? And here's what pisses me off. The people that are not wearing masks now, they're going into places that don't demand you wear masks. And they're not wearing masks. Like you don't give a fuck yeah. about me, do you? No, yeah. somebody, somebody who just killed a shot and killed a shot him in the head. A security guard at a Family Dollar or something like that. Um, 
guy. Yeah. Flint. Flint. Yeah. Uh, there's like three suspects wanted in this guy's, uh, this poor security guard, this family man, uh, who was gunned down. Um, you know, he, he, uh, there's a great picture of this guy, this security guard. He, he's like, I'm not a dad. I'm not a stepdad. I'm the dad who stepped up, you know? <clears throat> and, you know, I mean, that's what, you know, you know, what kind of person that is, you know, what kind of person that is somebody who doesn't want that, that label. They're like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, the other guy's a bum. I'm here to, to do right. You know? So, uh, but just, yeah, what Joe just talked about—that's interesting because <clears throat> our friend Jamie, she lives across the street, and um, she goes to Costco probably at this point now every three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And so she always asks, "What do you need?" And like, every we don't even have to ask her toilet paper; like she'll just pick up toilet paper if she can, but. <clears throat> So she got she picked us up dog food because oh nice that's really at this point the only thing that we need from Costco yeah. she's got to mm. go anyway she she said today it was really crowded and going back to what Joe just said I feel like people are just getting stupid they are. Yes, they're, they're like, I haven't careless. gotten sick yet. Yes, I'm not getting careless, sick. Careless is a good way to put it, too. It's, but we have our friend Jamie who goes who goes to the store every three weeks and says, what do you need? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't understand why there are so many more people at Costco. I feel like this is happening more and more where people are getting impatient and they're just being stupid. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I yeah, we got mm -hmm. that. Uh, but uh, what I'm saying is people are are just being stupid to the point where they're like, "Oh, I haven't gotten sick yet. I'm not going to get sick." Yes. Yes. And and there there's also too much happy talk up there. Too much. You know, too much too way too much happy talk. Uh and not only from Trump. You know, like don't get me wrong, you know, uh, Andrew Cuomo's been doing a great job, but people listen to him, and he's saying that everything's going down, and the you know the the ship has sailed back, and the the Javits Center is closed down. And, and I don't fault him for saying. I mean, those, those are all true, but people are think, thinking that what happened to New York was all the it's all in the place that it happened, and that's over. So this is over, and they seem to think yeah. that because somehow we slowed it down that sometime, somehow the whole equation changed and it didn't it, uh, absolutely you're 100% right Joe but so you, I think there's a little yeah. too much happy talk going on out there I concur Rain what do you think about that he's had a sneezing attack oh, <laughs> I no think that words. what Andrew Cuomo says is true really true but it's also a Bless you. Gesundheit. I've been bad with it, my German lessons, by the way. Oh, but what he is saying is really true, and I just think it's really stupid for people to say, okay, well, you know, we can open things back up. Chew. All right. Bless I gotta you. 
snooze myself. No problem. We're, we're getting ready to go to break anyway. But yeah, Joe, I think that, that that's the point uh, where we are. And we can talk about this more with Dusty when he's on. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the people are just, they're just like, where's the, where's the apocalypse? I'm still here. People are still dying at the rate of a 9-11 every day across the nation. Exactly. Exactly. So it feels like people are starting to enter the point where, oh, it's not me or it's not my family. So therefore, fuck it. Well, yeah. that's what gets me about the Chris Christie's of the world saying, yes, well, you know, we're going to die anyway. Well, yeah, uh, you're you ready first. to give up your kids. How about your you, kids? Yeah, you first. All you fucking uh, assholes being all brave and everything. Go do it. Take a picture of yourself licking the toilet seat in a McDonald's. Please go do it. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, we got to go to the break. I don't want to keep Dusty waiting. Um, but uh, we will be right back with more Turn Up the Night. And we'll keep on this topic. And oh, maybe we'll hear from our sponsor again. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself... You know how to Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. science fiction and horror genre the sci-fi double feature every sunday and monday at 10 30 p.m eastern right here on indie media weekly <laughs> and now on with the show not a christian <laughs> welcome to another edition of turn up the night with kenny pick what you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Interesting. That's a word. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans. Almost. Still Indie Media Weekly, but Radio for Humans. Uh, what do we got? About 10 days until we're officially Radio for Humans? Nine days? Something like that? So, uh, and of course, welcome back, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi, how you doing? Mm. Human. Yeah, pretty, pretty human-y. Uh, and Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. 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 Oh, my dinner is kicking in. Hmm? Knibganabs. Knibganabs are kicking in? Well, here's the thing, guys. Yeah, yeah. Maryland. Maryland, when they put in their orders to shut down the restaurants, yeah, Maryland also said you can order drinks to go. Oh, you can order drinks to go. Yes. So, what did you have? Oh, this was a mojito with the smoky. Um, it was good. It was good. 
Bob had a Bob had a uh, margarita, Cinco de Mayo. It was a mojito with agave and um, agave. Yes. Nice agave nectar. Good. Is that and what I'm they call it? Just like digesting my food and. So it's a party. Uh, it's a party. Yeah, it's a party in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well. <laughs> Like me ordering a six heat at the Indian food restaurant. Um, so, anyway, welcome back to the program, everybody. I just, <laughs> believe it or not, I just had a beer spill here, so I had to go grab a towel real quick. Well, Rain describes right, well, a lovely moment. It's a party in your pants. It is. It's on my pants. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, I th threw a beer in the freezer for a little too long. <laughs> oh well beer smoothie they rock yeah. i had a smoothie for breakfast today it was delicious by the way uh been doing that a lot lately i'm waiting for uh i haven't heard back from dusty so uh let me see i think maybe he forgot maybe he was dusty on the has show. a party in his pants i don't know oh, i don't know boy. so i wish um, i wore pants tonight <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have something going on in your pants. So, uh, uh, well, never <laughs> mind. So anyway, uh, all right. Uh, so I'm not Can sure. Maybe Dusty forgot, uh, but I sent him a message, and uh, let me see if he messages me back. I'm having a hard time checking messages from individuals. And Bob is right. Bob, thank what? God for Bob. Mezcal. Mezcal. That was in my cocktail. Okay. Uh, mezcal is good stuff. I think we, I just found some in the garage. I went, uh, came in the, the house last night and said, Susan, I went to the liquor store for you. And she's like, what? It's like, yeah, I got you like five bottles. <laughs> we, we have a cabinet in the garage. And I from our last party, there were some leftovers in there. Uh, some, I don't oh, know, it's Jose Cuervo. And some kind of cucumber vodka and some other shit. There was like a little bit left. And I was like, here you go. And fortunately, we still have a lot of Tullamore do. But anyway, welcome back, everybody. And uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get back into the thick of things. Um, and uh, I, I, I mean, I don't even know where what where is their leadership out of DC, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, out of this, uh, you know, other than Fauci and, you know, I mean, Fauci for the most part right now is the most, the, the, the biggest face on doing things sane, but Nancy even, Pelosi. even, yeah, well, I'm talking more from the administration. Um, but still it's just a hot mess. I, I mean, I, I don't. You know, it, with no leadership, that's why the, no leadership out of D.C. That's part of the big reason why we're seeing what we're seeing when we go out now. And I, I haven't been out since last Monday. I'm probably going to make a short trip tomorrow to get some rocks from Susan's sisters. No contact. Just going to go pick up some rocks from outside of her house, throw them in the car. And, you know, get some soda and some beer and stuff like that and, you know, just be done with it, you know. Um, but I don't understand why everybody, you know, feels this sudden urge other than, you know, it's a combination of it hasn't happened to me yet. 
People are downplaying this in D.C. Trump's been downplaying it since day one. Oh, only 15 cases. It's going to go away. We got it so under control. It's under control. It's so under control. We got this. Taken care of. Finito. Done. Poof. Gone. Magic. And... I actually have a theory. What's that? But my theory is... Now, a lot of people don't like the idea of government as a parental unit or as a as a parental unit. But like, there's been many, many articles written like, "Oh, the president is acting like your father," and this this is not just with Barack, also with Reagan. It's all president. Mm-hmm. They are all patriarchal. Yeah. Then I go back and I think about the, the you know if you the theory is not really like born out right away. It's the idea of you know every child needs to have somebody there make sure that they don't get out of control. It's parenting. It's literally parenting. They don't yeah. have a parent in the White House. Yeah. We don't have somebody in charge. We don't. Have... So when you see all these goddamn stupid protests, that's what it's like to have a child who doesn't have a parent. Mm-hmm. They're the little kids who just poop everywhere they can because nobody is telling them you can't poop everywhere you can. But yeah. Like you said, those same people would be out if it was Barack Obama. And they'd be worse because... probably didn't have good parents. Uh, I think we've seen that as an absolute fact from, you know, the mean-spirited ugliness of birtherism and the things they said about Obama, you know, and Michelle and the kids. Okay, well, my theory is... So, no, your theory is proven. Your theory is proven. Uh, it's all these people are awful, and they probably had poor parenting, and they're probably I even have, worse I parents have themselves. Theory. Go ahead. My theory is that once you realize that you're a fucking asshole, <laughs> you feel compelled every minute of the day to prove it. Yeah, well, that goes back to... No, Joe, that goes back to my point. I didn't have a long enough parent to say stop being a fucking asshole. I don't even think parents could help people like that. I think you're born an asshole. I think you even come out ass first. Were you born an asshole or did you work yeah. at it your whole life? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think you come out ass first. I think that's what happens. And yeah. I think you're an asshole from when, you, when you're born, you know? I guess like, so. Like, you probably... A big, dirty you know, asshole. Like, <laughs> big, dirty asshole. Like, like you're in, in the... You could be in the... Uh, the, the the baby unit there in the hospital, whatever the fuck they call it, where people spawn their spawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And um, they're probably being assholes to the other babies. Yeah. Oh, probably. But right, right you know there. what? They better probably. hope Alex Jones isn't like an orderly. I'll eat your big, dirty asshole. I <laughs> know. You'll find a flute up your asshole. I will but, eat your ass first. 
Yeah, and then you know, I there's the kind of people they, they go home <laughs> and they shit all over a rug or something, and yeah. they throw crap out of their diaper onto the floor. I mean, they're just you assholes. And you shit on it. Yeah. Yeah. If they yeah. threw crap out of their diaper on the floor, where they was just the parent crap. who said, "Now I'm going to rub your nose in the crap"? Well, see, this they is don't the thing, do assholes. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that we Ass- have a systematic. Yeah, really broken society. Assholiness, yes, is a genetic defect. I think it's on the the fourth chromosome. It could be if you look closely on the on the 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 uh, on the helix. I believe it. You'll see an anus. (laughs) And it's passed on from generation. I might skip a generation. Sure. Okay. You know, I might skip a generation, but not not often. Often, you know, that's that's a dominant gene. Yes. The asshole. The assholiness <laughs> yes. is a dominant gene. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so you can't avoid it. I mean, they could try genetic engineering, but you, you might end up instead of an asshole, you might end up with a prick. Who knows? Well, yeah, that's true. Or you know, humanoid cross with fish and stuff or something. I will eat your ass first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, you know, I, I just don't think that whoever was in the White House, these people are encouraged by this because he's one of them. Yeah, but that if it goes were, back to the point that I was trying to make. I understand, I understand what you're saying, Joe, but I, I'd be a little bit more serious. Is See, I can't take them seriously. I, I can't really either. Can't. Well, we have to. We have to because this is... This you is know, really happening. I mean, I do yeah, and I don't very- at the same time. I do. I take them serious, but I don't at the same time. They need to be ridiculed. You know, yeah. I am I, not I, saying they shouldn't be ridiculed. The thing is, I, I am saying what I am saying is that we need desperately. It doesn't even matter if it's a Democrat or a Republican. We need desperately a serious leader to say something. Cut mm-hmm. this shit down. This is deadly. Really, I'm sorry for being so serious, guys. Having one of those days. People are dying because of stupidity. Before the past couple of weeks, people were dying because of the fact that we lacked leadership to stop this virus. Now we have people out there, literally, saying, I want to be able to walk around without a mask. Yeah, we don't have leadership. I and and Joe, I please forgive me. I'm not trying to. I'm I'm really not trying to dismiss what you're saying. We need leadership. Oh, so absolutely! I, I, I said I the said, same thing. Where is Bob it? Where Where is weekend. it? You know, Nancy Pelosi can do so much, but where's the actual leadership in the executive branch? It's nowhere to be found. Yes. No, we didn't. We didn't have leadership from the Reagan White House during the AIDS pandemic. It yep. was a pandemic. Fauci was there. He he spoke out about it. He did. He actually he actually did some very damn good things during the AIDS. You know, I don't know his full track record, but it seemed but like he tried to do his his best. Um, Scarfy, Scarfy bricks is is that when when we learning about the aids pandemic perks perks i can't 
I, I, I it took me when, a second to remember we who you were talking about. The pandemic, it. a lot of people decided to not pay attention to because you know it was just the gays. Exactly. And then and when it started affecting the straights, people paid attention. I went to high I school. I went to high school with a girl uh, named Krista Blake who contracted AIDS and died. I think 1989. She was an okay friend. I wasn't real, real close with her, but she became like kind of a national, um, a national figure in this because it's like this poor little white girl from rural Ohio got AIDS, and now we're really sad and learning. And it's like, well, you know what? Every gay boy, you know, before he was gay or wasn't, was also somebody's son. You know, but it's like, you know, oh, well, well, that's just a gay thing. Well, she got it from having sex with a guy who used needles. Yeah. You know, so now all of a sudden, because now it's it's all the white people. Yeah. And, and, you know, I understand, you know, communities of color and the poor. I, I say I get it not trying to dismiss it no me i'm not dismissing it i think you're saying you understand you understand maybe not you know instead of just i get it you know you 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 have a comprehension and you empathize pisses me off is at this point you have a whole bunch of people who are protesting governments the lockdown yeah so fucking selfish it makes me it makes me sick too, and and it makes you know makes all of us sick. But you know, I, but I I really think that, uh, you know, uh, I, I I I you know I'm with Joe because I really think you know it, it. I know Joe said it in kind of a joking fashion, but I really think people need to be tested for whatever kind of sociopath they are when they're going out. And they're screaming without masks and police officers' faces, or I don't know, you're Alex Jones going on the radio and uh, threatening, saying you've beaten people to death, and now threatening to kill and eat yeah, your I'm, neighbors. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, so, Joe. If but I no, 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 no. I, I don't think. Yeah, no. That's not what what this is about. What I'm saying is, I think Joe might be onto something to a certain degree. That you know, the, these people, they're. they're Here's the thing. They don't even need to be tested. They just need to show their bare faces in public. And you know what? They're going to get outed by somebody. They're going to say, this is this asshole. This is his small business. And people will say, bye, not going to support you. You know? Or some employer out there, some employer out there might be like, fuck you, buddy. Somebody who's active military. They might be like, fuck you. You're out. My my sister an antibody test yeah how did that go she had to wait one to four days for it oh she so this okay really personal because i said i think last week sisters come into contact with coronavirus people who have come down with coronavirus. multiple people yeah multiple people so this, this one hurts if it well, hurt is the right word, but I take this. I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw the story that I posted. Um, I posted this in our in our production chat uh, last night 
This was on Fox 19. I don't have the audio for it, but I'm going to scroll back and read everybody a little bit about this uh, this story. I also shared a um, Google map with you guys uh, for the location of this facility, which is um, a third of a mile from my house. Ray and you and Bob have walked past this place before when you came to see us in Cleveland. Listen to this. Inspection reports show COVID-19 cases affect one-star and five-star nursing homes. These are one-star and five-star nursing homes from Medicare. Okay. Uh, Lorraine County has a, a couple that are that are pretty bad, but literally around the corner, around the corner from my house on West 150th Street, a Cleveland nursing home had the third largest number of COVID-19 cases in Northeast Ohio. West Park Neurology and Rehab Center had 57 recent cases and 14 staff members over two weeks. We found West Park Neurology and Rehab has a one-star rating from Medicare, its lowest rating. But its CEO and uh, owner, Eli Corey, told Fox 19, there's, there's more to that rating, and they've taken multiple steps to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Have you now? 57 residents and 14 staff members? What steps did you take? You made them stop licking doorknobs, uh, you know, when, when they came into so. work? Seven residents of the facility have died from COVID-19, and four are, were in hospice care, Corey said. Uh, here's what one of the staff members, uh, uh, he was, oh, uh, one was in hospice. One of them died, and uh, he was one, oh, no, I'm sorry. The, the guy who said it said he was one of the staff members who came down with the virus. He says, the tough part for this, and I think it's for every nursing home that has an outbreak, it's very difficult to... We're not talking about moving furniture. We're talking about moving patients, Corey told 19 over the phone. It's about sanitary living conditions. You can have, you don't have to have communal areas in nursing homes. I worked in one. You can let the residents stay in their rooms and you can make sure that every person on staff is washing their hands and changing their gloves and wearing their masks, and you would not have 57 people with this. This place, it has a one-star rating from Medicare. From Medicare. This is this is where I get really... Not angry. Yelp. It's not a Yelp review. It's from Medicare. This is where I literally get really angry every fucking day guidances that should have come from the federal government about this virus back in goddamn motherfucking February have been put out there and I'm really angry about this I'm trying to keep my blood pressure low I'm really angry about this fortunately I'm on medicine for that because the thing is is that so much of this could have been prevented yeah. People would have still died. And I know Joe wants to talk about Christy. People would have died. No. The thing is, is that if we had proper guidance instituted across the board, especially for nursing homes and hospitals, way back in February, this didn't have to be that bad. 
I don't know how else to put it. I, I'm. I, this is the thing that really makes me angry, because <clears throat> I don't. I don't want to go back and say, oh, it. You know, it shouldn't have happened, and all that. But the bottom line is that we got nothing from the federal government. Yeah, nothing. I say we. I'm talking about nursing homes, hospitals, um, communities that were automatically vulnerable got nothing we Mm -hmm. got it's a goddamn president who said it was a hoax yeah even though he had the presidential daily briefings in january warning him that this was going to be a problem in the united states now here we are right here today on may 5th I want over 3,000 people dying a day. I want an investigation into that travel, quote unquote, travel ban that allowed 40,000 people into the country to spread this all over, to take it to their nursing homes. When when we get back from vacation, we got to go see mom. We got to go see dad. Uh, You know, I want an investigation of every fucking person, all 40,000 people, because the Trump cult cult us out there is saying that everybody who came back were quarantined for 14 days. That's bullshit. They weren't. That is bullshit. And I want an investigation. I want an investigation into whether or not our government actually either refused, refused to purchase them. Uh, you know, refuse an offer or refuse to seek them out or purchase them if there were uh, halfway decent, even if the testing kits didn't work in the end, I want to know if our government did anything to try and get tests. That that all needs to be investigated. What happened with the people who came back under the fake travel ban? And of course, the Trump cult's like, oh, you want to keep American citizens out of the United States? How dare you? I'm just asking for a small fucking sacrifice during a pandemic. There's two things. There's two things about this, Kenny. First off, and Andrew Cuomo talked about it. I think it was, I don't know if it was every days a month, so I don't know when it was. Yeah. He literally said when Trump did the travel ban, it was China. And he said people who came in from China came in on the West Coast. What they're finding out now is that coronavirus was in New York and on the East Coast was from Europe. Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So so the travel ban was bullshit. Different versions of the virus. Yeah, there needs to be an investigation. Anyway, uh, Joe, uh, we kind of steamrolled there. Uh, Give us your thoughts before we go to the break. I'm sorry. Well, getting back to the uh, protesters. Yes. Um, there's two two classes of people here. One, it, the protesters. There's not that many of them. Okay, no, I think this uh, is what happened with Tea Party, the Tea Party bullshit in 2010. Yeah, the media pumps up the loudmouths. Yeah, the, there were dozens. Of, you know, dozens. Of them. Wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Thank you. I was still kidding. They were just a handful of assholes with with little dicks that had to show their guns that they had, and they had nothing else to do. Yes. Okay. 
I don't think there's that many of them. Okay, I know there's not. It's they enough of hundreds, them but, to it's it's enough of them to. But to, they're to, loud, yeah. and they get attention, and they play the loop constantly on all the cable channels. Mm-hmm. You know, because they pump it up, they give these people a forum. Okay, and there's like ten of them. Okay, what bothers yeah. me, and the people that are really dangerous, are not the people that were at that demonstration. The people that are dangerous are the people Barb saw today shopping. Yeah. Who are so pissed off about being home, and not for any political reason. They're just tired of it. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. They're tired of being inside, and they're tired of, of, of everything else, and and they disregard everything, and they think, well, it's warm, it's nice, it's over. Okay? Yeah. And they're not going to be convinced. You're right, Until Joe. somebody in their family dies, until yeah. they get sick. See, because for the protesters, I don't care. If they get no, sick, no. I don't care. As long as, they don't, as, long as they don't, as long as they, they stay at their house, get sick in their house, don't infect anybody else, and please don't go to a hospital and endanger a medical worker for yeah. your assholiness. Okay, so them I don't care about. But there's a lot of people out there, and these are the dangerous people, who really think this is over because the decline started because of mitigation. And they're it going out, and start. I... Huh? decline didn't start. It's plateaued. Well, I think they're watching Cuomo, and I think they're watching New York, and yeah. I think they're watching that it's plateaued, and New York is doing better. You know, a lot was focused on New York, too. Mm-hmm. And, and there well, was New too York, much focus on the East Coast. New York, and, actually, and not, and now it was only spoke for New York. Yeah. I, I understand finish, that. Finish I up, understand Joe. that. But oh, the, point, the, the, the point I'm trying to make is, is that everybody watched Cuomo and took New York to be, well, once it's over in New York, it's done. Because it's only New York's problem. Wrong. Exactly. And uh, and I think and, a lot of people yeah. are seeing this 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 push by governors to 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 slowly reopen, reopen and, yeah. and, and 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 do things. I think they're and they're looking at New York and they're saying, well, New York got through it mm-hmm. and it wasn't as bad as they thought in New York and they didn't need forty thousand ventilators like he said he did. So this is all you know gone away. Mm-hmm. And these are the people you know, that scare me, not the, the protesters, because the protesters, they, yeah, they we, probably were the same people with the same signs. Yeah, exactly. Were they but, not paying what, attention to every fucking daily briefing from no, Andrew Cuomo? No. no. I mean, I get what you're saying, Joe, and I agree with you, but it's just like. The general population's America, not paying attention America, to Cuomo. And some of these people They're watching just Judge Judy. the fact that. You look around, I'm in Iowa. You look around, I'm in Iowa, and you say, Iowa's not New York. I could go out. I don't need a mask. Iowa will be New York. Exactly. Every place. Every place will be New York. Every place. And that's what we're seeing now. Everybody's saying New York is better. Everything, nothing was, it didn't get as bad in New York. And there's a reason it didn't, because everybody played by the rules. So it's certainly not going to get bad in Scranton. So I could go out there and do what the fuck I please. Those are the people well, that scare them. Well, hey, yeah. you know what? All those, all those uh, people, who, those employees that worked at that nursing home, uh, uh, that that still work at that nursing home around the corner from the house, I could walk to it. I could probably walk to it and and uh, walk up there during the length of the Green News report. I know I could. I could be up there in six minutes if I wanted to. That's how close it. On foot. On foot. Right. 
That's how close this place is to me, right? Every employee who worked there, every family member of those employees who were infected, where did they go for lunch? Where did they go for their groceries? Where did they go for their gas? Where did they go for their cigarettes and their beer? Where did they go for uh, their fast food? Where did they go for anything? Everywhere in my fucking neighborhood. And now I'm more terrified than ever to go anywhere. Because my entire neighborhood now is a Petri dish for this fucking thing. I can't go to any local businesses anymore. I'm going to have to go somewhere else where it's safer. At least a mile away from the house in the opposite direction. For anything. And I'm not going into grocery stores. We're not. We're ordering everything. I, I, yeah, I can't fucking, I can't take the chance. To go through this. So anyway, we got to go to the Green News Report. Uh, sorry, Dusty Dion, uh, false advertising. I don't know what happened. Uh, he must have just gotten his wires crossed, but uh, we wish him well and we'll reschedule with him soon. Uh, but we're going to hit the Green News Report when we come back, name calling, and we'll talk about some other stuff. Oh, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, if you're lucky, we'll have another message from our new sponsor right here on Turn Up the Night. Turn up the night with Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Tuesday, May 5, 2020. We will make the energy business great again. U.S. oil industry gets a bailout after all. U.S. drillers waste enough natural gas to power 7 million homes. Plus... We continue to be very much focused on the energy system of the future. Shell Oil announces it will aim to be carbon neutral by 2050. They better practice their aim. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The energy business is very important to me. Really? Is it Donald Trump? Because I don't see you spending much time with renewable energy like wind and solar. I see that you care about coal and oil and all the stuff that's killing the planet. So maybe you mean the money from the coal and oil industry to your campaign is very important to you. There, fixed it for you. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, so we've gone through about three and a half rescue packages from Congress. They chose not to bail out the oil industry, but somehow the oil industry is getting bailed out anyway? <laughs> yes, indeed they are. Mm. The Federal Reserve has very helpfully changed the rules of its Main Street lending program. That will allow the oil industry to access billions of dollars in financial assistance and allow them to use the money to pay off debt, previously not allowed, and it doesn't even require them to retain any employees. How lucky for them. Must be nice down there on Main Street for all of those multi National corporations. Environmental groups blasted the special treatment, saying it rewards U.S. drillers for taking on too much debt prior to the pandemic, and it rewards them for overproducing crude even before the pandemic caused oil demand to crash. So the U.S. government is picking winners and losers, which Republicans used to pretend to hate. 
At least when it was about helping out the renewable energy industry. Exactly. Yep. The fracking boom's race to overproduce is linked to a major spike in methane in the atmosphere. Methane is a more potent greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide on shorter timescales. Last year, the Trump administration rolled back regulations requiring the drilling industry to fix methane leaks. Now, a new study from Harvard University finds that drillers have been wasting natural gas, venting it into the atmosphere at at much higher rates than previously thought, rather than capturing it to sell, which means they are depriving taxpayers of royalties from gas extracted from the public's lands. Well, you got to make energy great again. The new study found that in Texas and New Mexico alone, enough natural gas to supply 7 million homes is being leaked into the atmosphere. It's the largest plume of climate change driving methane pollution ever recorded over a U.S. oil field. Wow. And it has a market value of $250 million. And they're just letting it blow away. Yep. And now a different study from Global Carbon Monitors at CarbonBrief.org concludes that global methane emissions from fossil fuels are also severely underestimated and could be as much as 40% higher than previous estimates. That means fossil fuel drilling could be a much bigger contributor to climate change than previously thought. That could actually be a plus side rather than natural sources that humans can't control these are controlled by humans meaning quote that puts more of the emissions under our domain and agency we can limit emissions of methane to the atmosphere and the warming that they cause so we can we just don't right At least one major oil company is publicly acknowledging that an extended coronavirus crisis could mean that plummeting oil demand never returns to previous levels. Sad. Ben Van Buren, the CEO of oil giant Royal Dutch Shell, in a recent conference call, announced the company's first dividend cut since the 1940s and was less than optimistic about the oil industry's future. Will demand ever uh, go back to uh, to where it was? Uh, That's hard to say. Uh, We live a crisis of uncertainty at the moment. We don't know what's on the other side. Van Buren reiterated the company's major shift in strategy that was announced in late April. Shell has to set out a new ambition, become a net zero emissions energy business by 2050 again in step with society. Shell's new strategy focuses on integrating and selling more clean energy. It is the largest global oil and gas company in the world so far to target net zero by 2050. Sustainable investing groups called it a step in the right direction, but critics say Shell's first step must be to stop new drilling projects. Yeah, what kind of clean energy does Shell oil sell? I think they're buying into renewables. Yeah, well, I'll buy into that when I see it. Finally, some good news. Here in the U.S., renewable energy is surging past coal and for the first time ever generated a bigger share of the nation's electricity than coal for an entire month, the month of April. Actually, since March 25th, clean solar, wind and hydropower combined produced more electricity in the U.S. than coal every day for 40 straight days and as of airtime is still doing it. Poor coal. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I will eat your ass first. Aw, don't be such a tease, Alex! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, soon to be the former IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and soon to be the Radio for Humans worldwide. Or should I say, worldwide? Nope, not there. That didn't sound good. Manual. No, I don't want that. Not robot. Worldwide. There it is. Uh, yeah, so of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Just want to know if Alex Jones goes to the butcher. <clears throat> yeah. I'd like <clears throat> that cut of meat. It's called salt. It's called what? Asshole. Asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, big, dirty asshole. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. There you go. So, uh, but yeah. And, of course, uh, also, our guy Tuesday, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. You uh, ready to get into a little bit of name-calling, Joe? And uh, let me see. What, what what should we give out to everybody tonight, Joe? Uh, maybe a cut of the human body? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. A body part, huh? Uh, a body part or, you know, hey, maybe a delectable part from a famous, uh, uh, you know, uh, globalist. <laughs> uh, you know, or, or, you know, part of a lizard person, as it were, because apparently lizard people also control, you know, the government and everything. So that would make sense. The Luciferian Illuminatus, as it were. You like that? All right. Body parts. Here we go. Here we go. Snacks. Snacks forthcoming. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. 
Jeff's top secret clown business and supersedes any plans that you might have for this year vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Uh, oh, I forgot. All right, let's get straight to the business. There we go. Okay. So, um, let's start in Chatango tonight. Okay. Sounds right. good. And Cat Cat is in there. By the way, I just want to uh, uh, say real quick, Cat sent a very special message earlier. She said, Kenny got some El Vaquero delivery for Seco de Gringo. And I put a picture in the uh, uh, the KennyPick.com or Chatango chat of I went and I grabbed my El Vaquero tumbler, my big ass. It's bigger than a pint glass. It's like it's a tall pint glass. I don't know what you call it. But uh, I bought one when Susan, Cat, and I went to dinner there uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, I love drinking beer out of it. Cerveza. So, yeah, there we go. I put that in the chat. Wow. In the Chatango okay. chat. So. Anyway, all right, Joe. All right, let's let's uh, let's uh, slice and dice. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you put the body parts. My neighbors, my neighbors' uh. body parts. <laughs> okay, here we go. Neighbors' body parts. Okay, Bobber. Well, hmm. Bobber, I know. Rain. I don't know. I think Rain should. If it's a body part, right. maybe Rain should uh, pick this. Um. Oh no. Oh, may, no, may, it, no. It doesn't have it's to be to consume. It could just be offer up a body part. Like okay, maybe your you lips. Mean? Maybe your lips for a kiss. How about that? Okay. Oh, I want to keep them too. I think I'm going to offer up Bob's brain. Oh, you're going to offer up Bob's brain. You're, oh, wow. That is a choice prized item. Oh, he's, he's a very a artistic man. He does. He does. All right. Well, um, Bobber, I, I would, you know, Joe, you had an idea to, of what to give Bobber instead of taking from him. So, what, what do you have? I, I was going to, yeah, I was going to give him a body part to eat. Sure. <laughs> uh, from the, uh, <clears throat> he's from the Alex Jones um, collection. But uh, do it. I was do thinking it. beer battered fingernail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking about um, discs from the spinal cord and call them necro wafers for him. So. No way oh, no. Any no. of those things I would allow in the house. All right. Well, all right. We will also call right. it, we could call it a human biscuit. Uh, biscuit. As well. So, anyway, go ahead. Okay, next is Psy Guy. Psy Guy. Sci guy, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna give you uh, the house specialty from Alex Jones's BBQ, uh, and he he likes to call him Adam's ribs. So there you go, because he's a Christian and a cannibal. So Adam's ribs, smoked to perfection. There you go. Adam's ribs. Okay. Sure. I hope your neighbor's name isn't Adam. Oh, oh. And... I don't mean Hebert. I don't mean Andy he Herbert. Uh, Andy. Yeah. Andy. Andy Herbert. Andy Herbert. Andy Herbert. Okay. Can't say that guy. We have too we smart. Have Foxfire. We Foxfire. Foxfire. All right. Well, Joe, you go ahead and give Foxfire a, a delectable uh, cannibalistic item. Okay. Um. Um. Oh. 
let's see. Cheese, melted cheese, no. and kneecap. <laughs> a cheese cap? <laughs> Is that like a stuffed mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's more like, uh, it's more like, uh, you know. Oh, stuffed uh, clam. You know. Stuffed yeah, clam, yeah. maybe. Oh, well, you get to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get those stuff something. Oh gosh, yeah, I'll, I didn't say clam. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. All right, who's up next? Okay, uh, uh, Francie. Francie, Francie, you know I love you, right? So uh, for your, uh, for you, an, an actual human head. <laughs> instead of instead of those fake ones you have an actual human head and you can make head cheese out of it you get the brains the eyeballs the you know the jowls <laughs> so uh there you go uh long pig all day long i'm kind of out right now because this is for me this is uh you uh, uh hello darkness my old friend okay <clears throat> too dark love you but no <laughs> All right, what show do we give everybody then? I, I don't know. That's Another show to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about this? We'll give a dark alternative, and then you give a you give somebody like a, maybe something they should do to uh, alleviate stress. How about that? Does that work? Okay. All right, so there we go. So Joe and I will handle the gore. You you handle the the pleasantly pleasantries and cleanup. So the gore, thanks. Pleasantries <laughs> and cleanup. Leave it to a woman. We're That's getting some okay. great. We're getting some great. Uh, by the way, we're getting some great suggestions from the chat here. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, take, go go yeah. with that. Oh, uh, Francie, bet well, she's like, oh, shrunken, please. She wants a shrunken. Shrunken, head. please. Yeah. She, she wants shrunken. She yeah. wants the minis. She was the mini, the bite size. Yeah, yeah, like the, the... bite size. Heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, which like, wants like a donut. Okay, okay. Gummy heads. Yeah, and and, and uh, well, Grimmy's next, and he says he has bad lungs. So let's give him let's let's give him sear, pan seared lungs. Okay, with a side of lung oh. butter. Yes, there you go. No, mm -hmm. no, no. Rain, rain. What, what, what's something like positive? Grimmy. I would like to give Grimmy all the air and the oxygen he wants to begin. All I need all is the air that I breathe and to love yes, you. Let's give him all the air he wants, and he could enjoy sure. his plate of pan-seared. Yeah. Milk. Okay. So Heather. survival. Heather, Heather, we get, give Heather something nice, Ken. Uh, Heather, I, you know what I think? Um, I think that uh, there's a specialty coming out of the White House, and they're called Trump Trump's. I can't believe they're not steaks, human burgers. Uh, so uh, you get a full <laughs> case of those. Green. You get a yes. It's it's uh, it is uh, approved by the board of Soylent Green. Um, and, uh, which has been instituted by the Trump administration. And, uh, yeah, you get a, a full a year's supply you can put in your, uh, deep freeze. There you go. Wow. Some of them yeah. have, ch some of them have cheddar too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Little bits of cheddar in there. <laughs> Real have, Wisconsin uh, cheddar <laughs> made from Jeans human milk. No. Jeans girl. Jeans girl, um, oh, 
I know. Jean's girl gets some toe sausage. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Rain. Yeah, the, and, best, and, the best sausage, yeah. by the way, is made made with baby toes. But, oh, no, 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 no. That's uh, you got to wait no, for no, him no, to I mature. Mean, no, I don't mean baby's toes. No, oh, oh, mind. oh, the little guy, the little Pick guy, the little toe, pickled, the uh, pe- pickled, pickled people baby seat? toe, an adult, pickled, yeah, an adult gotcha. baby toe, yeah, yeah. This yeah, little piggy had, yeah, no this little, this little no piggy babies. went wee 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 all the way home, baby. Although toe. Alex Jones did not say he would not kill his neighbor's baby and eat them either. <laughs> Dale, okay, yeah, he did not. He didn't to be say fair, that. To be fair, he didn't. Uh, no. And that's one to grow on. Or no, that could be one to go into somebody's freezer on. Um, and uh, Rain, any anything nice you want to oh, offer up? Nothing. No. Okay. Nothing. All right, let's keep it dark, Joe. All right, who's okay, next? Okay, cat. Cat. All right, uh, for you. A fine. Go with a nice wine. A fine selection of Hickory Farms cured earloafs. With a selection of jams and crackers. Who doesn't want earloaf? Earloaf. It's like ear biscuits. Well, no. Biscuit. Air biscuits. <laughs> ear biscuits. Ear biscuits. <laughs> that's right in the Lynx show. Ear biscuits. I forgot. Um, so, uh, but we came into biscuits first, Rhett and Link, just so you know. Uh, yes, we did. But... Because of this, you know. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, uh, who's up next, Joe? You, you, you're up next, and I'm gonna give you a nice. Oh, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What do you, what do you got for me? I'll take it. I'm gonna give you. Got a little room in the freezer. I I got it. I got it. Um, Ground tongue casserole. Oh, okay. So, you that, know, that could be tasty. It could be, you know, tasty. it could be, you know, uh, I, I'm can thinking it, it, depending on the sauce, eaten it? It, it could, it could well, hey, are you asking if Joe's ever eaten it? Yes. He wouldn't recommend it if he hadn't tried it. Now with our I'm famous hot hearing, gravy. I'm not hearing the Joe's eat. All right. I think it's my turn. <laughs> Joe, are you there? Did you drop off? Joe, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, oh, there you yeah, 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 my 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 tongue touched. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, he accidentally gave me his own tongue yeah. in the casserole. <laughs> I was trying. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's like Tim was here or something. Okay, Ken so. Senior's next. Ken oh, Senior. Dad. Well, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to uh, say that I, I don't think you should participate in this, and we'll just we'll just double up your Schwann's order next time. So, <laughs> and hi, Dad, okay. uh, and thank you for the compliments on the steps, Dad. I sent him first pictures before I put it on Facebook. Well, next we have me, and uh, that's you. Oh, okay. So for you, Joe, I think. You know what? Uh, you inspired me from your your stories in Catholic school, so I think uh, you should get uh, your very own fish kid that you can, uh, uh, you know, uh, have. Uh, of that course. is still fillet. good meat on that fucking fish kid. There you go. That I could fillet. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Fillet a okay. fish kid. Okay. Meow goodness <laughs> is next, and I think you know what he needs. What's that? 
um, a good shoulder. Oh, okay. A roast, roast shoulder, mm-hmm. marinated in a little wine and parsley. Sure. Yeah, roast shoulder. There you go. Um, who, who's got broad shoulders out there that that could be a uh, um, Alex Jones? He's got a Alex lot of fat Jones. on his shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. So I know baseball. I'll, I'll eat him. So, okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Who's up next? Moon Mare. Moon Mare. Moon Mare. I have I got a dish for you. You're gonna love this. Um, we're gonna give you um actual jerky. Oh. Made from the Jerky Boys, who used to do the prank phone calls. Jerky Boys Jerky is what we call it. Nobody okay. remembers the Jerky Boys? <laughs> so, <laughs> no. They were, it was a dumb comedy thing, and they used to make prank calls. It was kind of funny. But anyway, Jerky Boys Jerky. All right, who's next? Moon Rare. Well, didn't I just give her Jerky Boys Jerky? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Rain. And uh, we won't. Oh, we'll and Rain, some. I'm going to give you a bouquet of flowers. Okay, that's. And a that's glass cool. of wine. How nice. And a cupcake, actually. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake <laughs> and a glass of wine? <laughs> Suck it up, cupcake. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, this is Rain right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Theo, I should let you, you. I should let you have Theo. Theo, um, yeah. well, you know what? Uh, let me see. He's a fan of fan of aviation, um, so uh, oh. you get a you get a human wing. You get a right wing wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get the right wing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the left okay. wing too. Why not both of them? We have Tricek. Um, he does Trisec. like baking in pies and and stuff, so you know. Trisec? Yeah, he does. He does. Well, I had a sneeze. Oh, okay. So, uh, how about um, he likes to bake pies? Yeah, and pies and cakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about a larynx pie? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say a mince feet pie would be good too. Um, mince feet. Mince yeah. Feet. So, how about yeah, mince feet and larynx? Larynx, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, and uh, tr tr Trojan rabbit is next. Trojan rabbit. Well, I'm out of actual uh, meat dishes for him, but uh, Susan suggested uh, we give you a side of fava beans. Boy, and any part of Brave Sir Robin that falls off in the battlefield. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, Brave Sir Robin. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to, or to have, have his, his eyes cast out, 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 Oh yes, and the penis sausages. We got to give that to living in Long Island. Uh, okay. So, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I, I, I said I, it again. Don't save 
ass in this house! Alright, go ahead. I'm on Discord now, and uh, we have Adam. Well, Adam Hebert. Um, Adam Hebert. I know he's a man who likes pizza, Joe, because he's Italian, okay, as this? are you. Okay. How about how about a nice deep dish pizza with nostril topping? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there you go, nostril, <laughs> n- nostril, uh, nostril. Uh, nostrilini with nostrilini <laughs> on it. There you go. We have rings. It's like they're like calamari rings. Rain is bit. quitting the show tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. You just you just dip them in a little batter. I don't want to. Deep... I don't want to be disgusted. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. So anyway, okay. uh, should should we continue? Okay. Yeah, Caitlin, yeah. Chris. Caitlin, Chris. Oh. To discontinue, Joe. I okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Caitlin, Chris. Have I got a, a cannibal cuisine item for you? Um, I think. You're really going to enjoy this quite a bit. And uh, it's Achilles tendon salad. So um, there you go. Yeah. Use every part. Use every part, just like the Native Americans. So. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to imply. They use every part of the buffalo. That's what they did. (laughs) Clinster. Clinster. I think we should give Clinster. Let's see. Um. I know, I know, I know. Tennis, tennis elbow quiche. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, the the elbow <laughs> sticking nice, right up out of the middle. Nice elbow, right out of the quiche. Yeah, yes. right out of the quiche, yes. and you know, ooh, 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 I get the wishbone. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, okay. Adam wanted to know if it was thinly sliced or chunky nostrils. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, they'd be thinly sliced because that's okay. the only way to put them on a pizza. You can't have thick. Well, it's deep out of dish. Pizza. It's deep dish, so it might be more forgiving. Yeah. Might be so. more meaty. Yeah. More meaty. There you yeah. go. All okay. right. Uh, me- so. Meaty nostril. Next. Up. Um, living on Long Island. Did we do him? Oh yeah, we we gave him the yeah. we gave we gave him the penis. How about Theo? Theo. Theo. Penis. The, a penis. A penis brat. Do we do Theo? Uh, Theo, I think. Yeah, we no. have the wings. The wings. We oh, yeah, we the, did the wings. wings for wings, aviation. Wings. Yeah. Trisac. Okay, we're we, ta- we, yeah. Tri-sec that's we it. Did. That's everybody. That's everybody. Uh, wait, wait. Franbo woman. We gave her a human head. Uh, oh, that was that's France. That's right. Yeah, Francie, stop pretending you're somebody else. No, uh, <laughs> she's had that <laughs> username for a while, but uh, she used oh, it okay. over here. So. Okay, and, um, and and there's there's other people here like Dusty the Jack and uh, uh, that they're off. They, it says they're online, but they're not listening. So that's fine. Okay. So. Well, then we'll give them ears. Just well, raw yeah. ears. Sure. Well, you know, I already did maybe some spare lobes, but I did already offer up uh, Cat the uh, ear. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> it was also gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, all right, we're done with that. I'm sorry, Rain. Um, oh, we didn't give anybody testicles. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. So. Now, sure. uh, uh, Mike Tyson bit somebody's ear. Oh, on. yeah. <laughs> and then when yeah. he was when he was done, you know what, what he said? I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. In a higher pitch voice, he said it, that. 
in much higher hey, things. I, I can't I, believe I, I ate the whole thing. I, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Rain. I'm sorry we were so disgusting. Uh, are you going to be okay? Of course I am. <laughs> yeah, goodness, as I like the prediction of Nostradamus. Nostradamus? Yeah. Nostradamus. That's good. So, anyway. <laughs> I don't know if we have any birthdays. We got so carried away. But anyway, if there are any birthdays, let us know. We'll address that after we come back from the break. But we do have to go to break. And, um, yeah, uh, sorry for all the gross weirdness, but uh, that's what we do sometimes on this program. What can I say? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com In these troubled times, are you worried about food insecurity and don't know which way to turn? Well, look no further. And welcome to Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. Tell us more about it, Alex. I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I mean, I never bragged about it or any, all that kind of stuff, but I've, I've had a few girlfriends and done a few things and beat people to death and things like that. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex. We'll see everybody next time on Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. And chop his ass up. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes, yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh man. Interesting, dark, you name it. We're here to we're here to do something. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, turn up the night with Kenny Pick broadcasting live on the soon-to-be newly minted Radio for Humans. Very excited about this. Again. Just quick programming notes. The broadcast is going to follow us over to Radio for Humans. So is from the bunker. Of course, uh, uh, the um, all the shows here, uh, plus new shows that we're working on. And, of course, uh, the Lunatic Parade. Very excited. So look out for Hebert's House of Horror and a retooled Paul's Memory Bank uh, as we transition into old-time radio instead of the price-gouging ASCAP BMI music for songs that we play that nobody else fucking plays. Seriously. I played, so I, I secret DJed last night for a while from like after Paul's show was done till like midnight uh, and beyond. Uh, you know, I had songs lined up that, that went on, but I had to work on the, uh, I had to work on our, our new sponsorship for the program, of course. But yeah, so very excited about uh, all of the developments for Radio for Humans that are going on. Joe's been doing a great job with the artwork. Um, we've got a great team of people working from this show, Mike Check Radio, Susan, 
and you know, uh, well, she's part of Mike Check Radio, so uh, she's been on there now for the better part of a month, a month and a, two month and a half. She's been on like every show. So listen, seven to ten p.m. every Sunday to Mike Check Radio with. Adam, Miles, Michelle, Susan, and myself. It's very exciting. Susan does the politics uh, front end or and some nerd stuff. Well, actually, no. We're kind of retooling and doing different segments, so it's a lot of fun. But uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. I am sorry for being so gross. Being a gross, your, be gro- your gross I mean, little brother. I'm your gross little brother. Don't be sorry. It's what... Am I your dirty, dirty old uncle? It, you're our, you're the gross, corrupting uncle. Really I'm not actually. I'm not sorry. I just didn't. Eh? Say it again. I thought it was gross. It is gross. Just, and Joe Santorsa, huh? Anything, anything I, else you want to add? Actually, to, to like being human beings. So much that I don't want them to be integrated to the point of being body parts. Oh, I understand that. And this is absolutely tongue in cheek. And we don't feel that way either. It's just, I, uh, I know that. Again, know that. it's it, ridiculing it just, it these, me, these idiots. It hit me in a bad place because of where I'm at in my headspace. Gotcha. You understand that. All right. I do understand that. So. Joe Santos of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. I can't believe you made me do all that, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Says the guy who recorded all the audio and made all the bits. (laughs) I put put the gun to his head. He did. How about the the commercial? Okay. uh, (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, Rain. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. First of all, RBG is in the hospital. Get well soon. Oh shit! Yes, she has gallstones. Oh, okay, okay, that's well, not horrid. Well, but for her horrid, age, she's it's in, not great. Here's the thing: two things for her yeah. age, and she's in a hospital, which is a yes. bad place to be. She's probably not at, in a one-star at any, at any time. She's at not any no, time. Yeah, exactly. Understood. So that's that. Plus, meow goodness, it was his niece's birthday today, and I think we all have a, a, a banner. A, a banner, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, happy birthday, meow goodness, to your niece. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Yes, absolutely. And we have some very pressing, important questions in the chat room right now. Heather asked uh, if we can have tequila with our snacks. She asked that of Jean's Girl. Hi, Jean's Girl. And Jean's Girl says, uh, crack the second bottle of Mezcal, uncorks the Cuervo Gold. Woohoo! First amen of the night, everybody. Uh, amen to that. Mayo, baby. Amen. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, so she says, uh, Heather says, when I drink tequila and we're left with a cliffhanger there. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and Theo said, Ooh, so at me, because I think yeah, I said, Cinco de Mayo. That's why yeah. I left the show, the beginning of it. Cause Bob yeah. and I had our dinner. 
Ooh. And I know. Hey, that curbside delivery of alcohol, too, tonight. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. So, uh, but anyway, and, you know, I'm going to push this uh, as far as I can, and then we're going to shift gears. But I did spend a decent amount of time working on these. So you're going to hear the last Alex Jones kitchen In these troubled times, are you worried about food insecurity and don't know which way to turn? Well, look no further. And welcome to Alex Jones Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. Tell us more about it, Alex. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. How do you I'll do barbecue that? your ass. Barbecue. Flat. I will eat you. I'll drink your blood. You understand that? I will, I will hang your ass up and cut you into cutlets like a filet mignon and grill your ass. Let me tell you something right now. I swear to God, if it's the last thing I do, I'm gonna get my hands around your throat. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex. We'll see everybody next time on Alex Jones Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. Take drugs, kids, they're good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I tacked that onto the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't take drugs, kids. They are not good for you. See Alex Jones. Uh, so unless it's pot, have some edibles. Sure, go for it. But Jesus, God, yeah, yeah. don't have, take whatever the edible. fuck. I need to ask you guys something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, he said he would eat somebody's asshole like corn I will on the eat cob. Your ass first. Yeah. So we're getting back to like the corn cobs that Mike Huckabee was talking it about. Even make any sense. No, no. Well, first of all, let's let's get serious. Well, as serious as we can get. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah. uh, here, here's Alex Jones. With See, any asshole that's like a corn on the cob has got like a hundred billion corn. When did I eat corn? Hat to yeah, Jim Ward. <laughs> first of all, why is he obsessing about eating his neighbor to begin with? I mean, in the as ass. far as I know, there has been. There has the a ash part too. First of all, he's alluding to a ir- imaginary food shortage that is caused by this pandemic. I mm-hmm. guess, right? Well, there is a partial shortage right now. Imaginary. But- well, Andy's get beef to all the restaurants. We need. Well, yeah, but it, well, that we we hypothesize that the fifty restaurants that don't have hamburgers right now all are in a few miles of Alex Jones's house, and yeah, that's why he's all that's upset. That's not really. That's not really yeah. my point. My I point know. Is, I go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. This is this has to do with the pandemic. I assume that's what set him off, right? Yes. Yes. And, and the resulting uh, lack of food choice. Because mm-hmm. of some shortages caused by uh, various reasons linked to the pandemic, right? But why is my question? Is he picking on liberals? Why is he wants wants to eat his leftist neighbors? Yeah, I, well, I don't know. He wants to go why eat, not, eat leftists why, and why not globalists. Neighbors. I mean, yeah. in other answer, words, he's implying. Hold on, let Joe let, let Joe finish. Let Joe finish. He's go implying. Ahead. He's implying that we caused this and we have all the food or what? Oh, we eat better food. 
you actually eat healthier. We eat better food. Oh, like so oh, he's going to be free range cows. And oh, he's going to be very disappointed in me. <laughs> See, rain, rain got into the darkness there, though, a little bit. That's good. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, well, I'm not a free range liberal, you know so he's what? not coming over for me. In my will, Alex Jones can't eat me. And leftist friends can. Oh, okay. Sounds good. So, it's, it's, uh, so he's going to eat everybody to the left of him in the neighborhood, and everybody uh, yeah. to the right of him is okay. <laughs> he's going to eat recycled fucking, recycled uh, fucking uh, uh, Big Macs, operas. Wait, wait, wait. Say, say that whole thing. Say that whole thing again because you cut out. What is it? He is literally going to eat people who eat re packs, whoppers, happy, shitty, fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, fast food. Yeah, eating shitty fast food. Uh, he can eat me. I'm a leftist. I eat well. Well, that's the thing. He might want to eat leftist because he knows that we have a good diet and the meat's probably tastier. That's what I, that's the point I was making. Yeah, see? So, so good. That's so good. Yeah. You gotta love joke. leftist meat. How come he's still allowed to be on air? Um, I'm asking, how is he still allowed to suck air? So, um, I don't know. I well, you know, his, 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 his wife had an interesting. Go ahead, Joe, Apparently, in the custody battle when they got divorced. His ex wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. During the custody battle. She didn't get custody. He did, and she's a bit perplexed that this guy could go on the air and threaten to cannibalize his neighbors and still have his children. Like if I was her, I would be going back into court and playing that tape. Oh, I she absolutely have the money to do that. Well, I would be willing to she's, give a couple bucks to the pool. She has been go look at her Twitter account because she's actually tweet retweeting this shit out, um, uh, to see to show what a danger he is. So, to his children, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Could you imagine does his children hear this shit? I'm gonna feed my neighbor to my babies. I ha- I mean, do do we have to assume his kids do hear it because. I mean, do you think that somebody uh, who's so out of his mind like that has, like, you know, is bothering putting, like, uh, parental blocks on websites or something? <laughs> it's like, no, listen to daddy. Listen to daddy. Shit his pants on on air. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Listen yeah. to <laughs> Yeah, and... Uh, I will eat your ass first. I will eat your ass! Oh, again, what a tease. Um, so, uh, you got to toss the salad before you can eat the meat. Uh, sorry. And Susan said, can somebody pass the mashed potatoes and pepper? <laughs> well, sure. you can't have your pudding unless you eat your meat. Meow goodness says leftists are extra tender as well. So, and living in Long Island asks if he plays the music of Cannibal Corpse. Well, Probably. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, there is an issue over the foods, but let's get serious about the food, the food, uh, chain, the food, food supply okay. chain. Okay. Because there are some issues out there right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and those issues, uh, Joe, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Those issues with the food supply have not been addressed by Trump. Yes. <laughs> White House, the administration, and not to any kind of extent other than, no, keep the hamburgers flowing. Keep the meat places open. I need the meat. Have the meat yeah. and then send the meat to Alex Jones so he can have hamburgers. That's what's going Actually, on. It has, That's it. It, it. it has been addressed. It's been N- addressed by Trump signing an executive order to keep meat plants open. Yes. That's it. Nothing about the produce that's rotting in the fields and being destroyed or turned into compost or thrown away. Nothing about the the pigs and the cows that are being slaughtered. They can't go to Chickens, too. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing he's worried about. But I'm bitter. No, I'm bitter, too, because, yes, Trump did say something about that, but... What about dairy? Oh, what about produce? What about, you know, uh, everything else? <laughs> you would oh, think, a, you would think a, a country like ours could think of a way to use the milk they're spilling into gutters to other countries or other areas of our country that children are going hungry. I mean, there must be a lot of... Because this country could. A lot of children are... in sharing oh, oh. all of this. All right, hold on one one at, one at one at a time. Uh, Joe, finish what you were saying, and then Rain, say what you were saying, because you guys were kind of overlapping there. Joe, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just saying, a lot of kids are out of school. That means a lot of school lunch programs that they depend on are closed. Yeah, and exactly. you would think a lot of this this uh, milk they're spilling would have some use. Absolutely, absolutely. If we had a good distribution system, or and some you know, guidance from the federal government, yeah. I mean, we need, I, I've said this before, you know, on this show or maybe Mike Check Radio, we we need FEMA or, you know, DHS or somebody, you know, uh, the, the Army Corps of Engineers, get them out there, figure out, find a big cold, sto- a few, several big, big cold storage facilities for the, the meat, the vegetables, the dairy, everything like that get the, there are facilities like that available and guess what a warehouse could be cold, turned into a cold storage unit in a day in a day to save this shit from rotting i'm sorry this food from rotting it's not shit it's going to become shit if somebody doesn't do anything about it but rain go ahead what were you saying what i was trying to say is that you know what don't need to have all that stuff what we need is to go back to the fact that we had a distribution system we had a system we had milk going out to people we had a system where we had farmers able to even if you're if you're vegetarian i'm sorry had a slaughterhouse system we could send it out around the world yes thing that people are forgetting right now and i mean this seriously i am hot and i am this motherfucker who is in the White House shut us out from the entire world. Literally, it shut us out from the entire world where we yeah. can't send meat overseas. 
can't send milk overseas. We can't yeah. send milk to, to Canada. We can't send lumber. We can't send anything. So right now, our country that has been for probably the past 20, 30 years has been a global a global supplier. Asset. Yeah. Supplier. Thank you. The world. Yeah, shut, and his he tariffs shut us down. His tariffs and in trade deal and trade deal shard of the deal right there. I mean, uh, you know, this, because we're shitting virus, away food. This virus has made everything that he has done even fucking worse. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So anyway, um, but uh, uh, you are right. We do have a system in place, but guess what? That system needs help right now. And that system, system has been shut down that by the system, government. It, it has been. opened up. It, it, well, that's the thing. No, it, it yes, it does need to be opened up, but it needs to be opened up with assistance from, again, from FEMA, the Army Corps of Engineers, from DHS, whatever. Mobilize these, you know, uh, these organizations who are just kind of spinning their wheels right now and get them, uh, you know, organizations or branches of the military. I don't mean to, you know, uh, uh, reduce that to, you know, simple terms, but... You know what I'm saying? We have resources and we oh, could Ken, build yeah. so many cold store in every state. We could probably build five massive cold storage units for produce, for meat, for dairy products, for eggs, milk, whatever. Every state could have at least five to ten of these distribution places built overnight in abandoned warehouses by just putting some refrigeration and insulation in them. It could be done in a day. And they're not doing shit. All Trump is saying is, keep the meat places open. I don't care. Don't pay the people who are going in there any extra money. Don't make it safer. Just get back to work so I can have my hamburgers. You know? That's it. After, <clears throat> after the break, I'd like to tell you about a conversation I had with my neighbor who happens to be a vet. Okay. Well, let's go to the break now, and uh, we'll we'll discuss when we return. Uh, but you know what? I think it's about time for that one special song from uh, song from Macaroni. Amen. <sighs> Seriously. Uh, but yeah, we'll. Uh, uh, I'm I'm having problems finding it. Uh, here we go. I got it. We know the song. It needs no introduction. We're gonna go to the break. We'll be right back with the final half hour of this edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick right after. Hmm, let me see. What do we want here? How about this? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Rated R. Shit off your chest. This is what you play when people got you fed up. This is what 
that you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you pay when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work this is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! Ooh. And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All in 
Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And also, thanks, Los Angeles, twice uh, for uh, Brad Freeman, Desi Doyen, and Jody Hamilton, who have agreed to come over to Radio for Humans. Uh, that's pretty exciting. That's very exciting uh, to me. And, uh, of course, thanks to Cousin Curtis for being with us on the uh, Lunatic Parade with his... Uh, Band of cohorts, and of course, uh, Adam and the gang, Mike Jack Radio. Of course, Adam's kind of the architect of our website. Joe, of course, is our image guy, uh, our Photoshop guru. And <clears throat> also, uh, yeah, thanks to the Tim Coromel Show for coming with us because um, I can't think uh, of a greater show full of humans than the Tim Coromel Show because. It's it's quite a quite a thing to behold, really. And Joe, what's coming up in the clown car this Sunday? Oh no, I'm I'm sorry. What's coming up on uh, what's coming up tonight on the Tim Carmel show at 10:15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night? You will be going to the Pe- Mike Pence Freedom Clinic. Oh, the Mike Pence Freedom Clinic. Okay, that's right. The mask free, gloves free. Oh, okay. Good old whitey corn good. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> he would call it the Mayo Clinic, but there's... <laughs> but that's too spicy. 
That is. That's way too spicy. <laughs> That's like he doesn't like that hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mike Mike Pence, if he sees a banana pepper, he'd like make the sign of the oh. cross. He'd make the sign of the oh cross to ward it away from his plate. I think that's the way that it's the way you can kill. Oh yeah, just throw yeah, uh, I think throw that. mild banana pepper rings at him. <laughs> Why didn't somebody tell me sooner? Yes, cayenne pepper. I, I, I wish somebody told me during the the RNC here in Cleveland in 2016. Mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. I would have taken a jar down there and uh, tossed them around. He would have said, "Oh my God, was there cayenne pepper in that drink?" oh oh is that from dumb and dumber it is uh well they killed they killed a guy by feeding him peppers on a hamburger i think it's what any analogy to pepper yeah yeah so i never saw the movie well we'll have to get we'll we'll have to get that that clip for for mike pence uh potential fate his face Uh, yeah death by pepper (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so so the, the uh, again, uh, what is it, the Mike Pence uh, Institute for Freedom? Uh, the Mike Pence, um, it's the Mike Pence uh, Clinic. I, I think I Cl- put oh, the Freedom uh, Clinic, the Freedom Clinic. I think I yeah. put the show art up there for you with the entrance uh, on Friday. Oh, that's right, on Friday. So uh, yeah, so all right. I'm looking forward to hearing that tonight. And of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C. <sighs> what a week it's been. But uh, you you had something you wanted to discuss with the folks, with the kids, Rain. What is that? I just this point. At this point. Yeah, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. He's yeah. a vet. Mm-hmm. Served in the NSA a couple okay. of months ago. Washington, and I'm sorry, I'm bringing it down. Oh, don't worry, I'll bring it this, back up with some more fun shit. stuff. But, um, uh, a couple I months ago, right around. The, sorry, go ahead. Right around the same time that this, all this coronavirus broke Washington Post had a series of articles about how the um, Afghanistan war was actually a failure okay I don't know if I don't know if people remember that it was a really important investigative series I remember that important I remember it and um you know I I read it I had my opinion I know that Jamie is a vet and Mm -hmm. asked her you think it was a failure because before I would say to her, I thought it was, I want to know what she thought. Sure. She said, she said to me, yeah, I think it was a failure. Just really hard to hear from somebody who is that and served overseas and was in the national security agency after serving overseas. So today, you know, I, I was talking to her and I was talking to a, another neighbor of mine and it just, it, it, it confounds me. It literally confounds me. Uh-huh. We have federal government that is sitting there saying, it's need to handle this coronavirus. 
we need to handle this crisis. Turned to Jamie and said, how much money do we spend on wars? Can't we shift that money that's already... It, it, and I mean this. I mean this so seriously, guys. Mm -hmm. Why can't we shift budgeting? We can't. We cannot have our troops on American soil. Can't. If National Guard is one thing. Can't have troops on, on our soil. Army Corps of Engineers can be on American soil taking yes, care of things, that's like true. I said. That's true. The, the the Army, Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, they're the, they're the best logistics. Seriously. They're the Could best they at logistics? They, yeah. Huh? You said they're the best at logistics. You dropped out. I wanted to repeat and make sure that's what you were saying. I'm sorry I'm dropping out. I really it's am. It's okay. They're, they're really like our armed forces are the best at logistics. I do not understand why we can't shift our, our money to someplace else and use our military for logistics. Because we're, we're dying yeah. here. Americans, I mean, I, I, when I say we're dying here, I'm... I, I'm not. I'm sorry if I'm not funny tonight or pithy. No, no, no. We're not looking for that. I, we just. I. I, I just want to say I, I. I'm on your side with this. That's why I mentioned FEMA, the Army Corps of Engineers, and maybe even DHS, because DHS there was formed. DHS. DHS was formed out from the aftermath of 9/11. Yes. DHS yes. should also be actively working. On, I mean, homeland security. Okay, how about homeland food security? Okay, that's what DHS is for, and that's yes. why we have a military. Like, we don't have to put military forces. We can't. Fourth Amendment, right? Yeah. At quarter troops, we've got money. We it do. We have resources. We have money. We have millions of dollars. Yes. I mean, this is a, a legit discussion I had with neighbors today, and and it was it was kind of interesting to hear from Jamie. She was like, "Yeah, yeah no, we could do something. We're not, we're not. I don't understand how we can still keep putting so much money into our military budget, not using I, our yeah. military domestically to help people." Well, you know, our the, country. Well, I mean, it, th there's been a precedent set already from this administration the where they're gutting. They're already gutting things that help people. They have been since Trump squat started squatting his big, dirty asshole in the White House. And, you know, now it's it's, it's actually it's, a tiny, dirty like Trump's asshole. is about uh, as small as a cat's lip way his lips look. Well, Alex Jones wants that first, uh, I think. I will eat your ass first. Uh, yeah. He won't do it. I just it. feel like we need to adjust our our budgeting. It's not the, it's not just the budgeting, it's the budgeting and the resources and the you know, yeah, budgeting budgeting resources and prioritizations. That's what needs yeah. to happen. That's what I was saying with 
every state, there are empty warehouses all over Cleveland. I know there are empty warehouses all across the country, right? There's empty warehouses. There, there are empty warehouses in Youngstown, close to where I grew up. Joe, I'm sure there's empty warehouses around you somewhere in this the greater Scranton area. And Rain, I'm certain there are in, in Maryland and D.C. around you that there are all these big open warehouses. You know, some of them might be owned by the local government, the federal government, or, you know, independent businesses. Spend that money. Buy these things out. Equip them for cold storage for all of this food that's rotting in every state. Make this a huge initiative. And you know what? People won't be freaking out as much. You won't have assholes like Alex Jones saying, I will eat your asshole. I will eat your ass. <sighs> you know, I mean, when, when Alex Jones starts freaking out about food, I'm not saying, you know, obviously he went way too far with that, but it's a real thing. It's a real concern. We should all be concerned about. And now, I don't know if you guys knew this, but here in Maryland, so you, I know you guys all heard that Larry Hogan secured a whole bunch of tests from um, South Korea. I did hear about that. Yeah. Right now, those tests are hidden. Okay. He's keeping them hidden from the federal government. Because he doesn't want the federal government taking them. That's where we are. That's insane. That's insane. But it's insane, but it's happening. Well, so, Joe, let's know, let let's get Joe in on this because I want to see what he has to say about this too. Because I mean, this is an important thing that we all of us on this show, all of our listeners, we're not the disposable, you know, everything Americans. Yes, we recycle well. We used to recycle here in Cleveland. Now we got to fend for ourselves. But um, uh, yeah, recycling recycling uh, around the country shutting down. That's another thing too. But uh, but Joe, you've worked for the government. Um, you know what kind of resources are available. Uh, again, you worked employment. It's not that much different. You worked in the unemployment office and, and you probably directed people to go to different resources. If you know, they were on unemployment for so long, whatever food banks, uh, you know, whatever you have a knowledge, a working knowledge of that kind of thing. This is not, this is probably one of the easiest things that could be done right now. If people are given the right, again, Protective equipment, PPE, um, you know, like Gene Eno's doesn't want you to have it. But, I mean, this is this is relatively simple thing that local and federal governments could tackle right now. Hit the ground running. The thing with all of this is that you need federal coordination. Yes. And all I have to do is take you back to the last time this country faced a major depression in the 1930s. That's right. Okay. We had no jobs. 
They had no food. There was no money. <clears throat> so the federal government said, well, we can't have this. We can't have old people dying because they have no, no income. So we got Social Security. And we can't have people dying because they lost their jobs. So we got unemployment insurance. And we can't have people hitting the streets with no organized way of finding a job. So we got employment offices attached to the unemployment office. Okay. And as a temporary stopgap, we said we need jobs. So we got the Work Progress Administration, of which you can go almost in every place in this it's country Valley Authority. and find a WPA mm-hmm. uh, a bridge, a WPA post office, a WPA dam, right? Yeah. Built by the federal government the projects they undertook to alleviate the problem. This is not a local problem. And just the model should be the the, the New Deal. The New yeah. Deal was, was what leaders do. Yeah. what it's, leaders do. And 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 Franklin Roosevelt was, getting at, and I was didn't famous. I didn't even realize it. That's all right. Yeah. Was well, famous. Joe. Franklin Roosevelt was famous for his fireside chats. But one thing he always said he would never do is that those fireside chats – didn't happen for an hour and a half every night. He did, he said I don't want people to get sick of me. Yeah. Because he he was his idea was every so often yeah they need a they need a, a boost. So I'll go on the radio once a month, twice a, once every other month and I have a fireside chat. But the main thing is there needed to be leadership to coordinate what had to be done to solve the problem. Exactly. You couldn't have individual 50, or well, it wasn't 50 at the time. You couldn't have 48 individual governors building the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's not going to happen. You can't have 50 individual governors running the W, the Works Progress Administration. Okay? You didn't have individual states setting up unemployment insurance. It had to be funded and mandated and thought of and passed and coordinated by the federal government. Okay. This is what we lack. Okay. That's, that's what we lack today. We lack leadership on the federal level to say, we will see that the milk you're spilling into gutters gets to hungry children. Okay. Yeah. We will see that 30 million people filed for unemployment so far. Why aren't we thinking, whatever happened to infrastructure fucking we? We could have a, we oh, could put 30 million it people never existed. work. Yeah. Well, boy, wouldn't it be great if somebody thought, well, the economy is shattered. And mm-hmm. despite what, what Trump says, it's not going to recover in a, in a V bounce. It's going to take years to fix this. Okay. So what about all those people, young people that may have been working reading tables might be willing to build a road, help build a bridge, help build a post office, help build a school, you know, set up, set up, set up Wi-Fi, a a, a world-class Wi-Fi across this country. Like put these people to work because I'm going to tell you, you could open every restaurant, every bar, every nail salon, every barber could open up. But I'm going to tell you, if people don't feel safe going there, not going to help them. You no, can open up, but you're going to go out of business. 
So these people, gonna these people are going to need. These people are going to. We'll let Joe finish, Ryan. Think, go, go ahead. Think Joe. ahead. These people are going to need jobs, and whether we want to think of it or not, those you know, it's like Bruce Springsteen said. They said these sons are, are these jobs are going, boy, and they ain't coming back. There you go, Rain. Okay, so we better start yeah. thinking about what we're going to do to put these people to work, and it's going to exactly. take federal help. Exactly. Here's the Rain. thing. Go oh, ahead. Because God bless you for saying that. God bless you. I don't like Trump. But if Trump did that, Trump did at least 10% of what you said. Trump actually took a page from Roosevelt's playbook. That terrible awful human being be a hero right now you're saying if he acted like roosevelt he'd be a hero right now 10 percent. you know what i would be, i could i could live with that because he would actually do something to save lives yeah well I have an idea right what Joe now. Just, what yeah. Joe just said was something that we were talking about. Me and my neighbors who are now like, okay, sure. you're my friends forever. I'm going to hug you. Yeah, no. We're, we're done with this. But, yeah. but I was right. We need a leader. We need somebody to, to take a look at what saved us in the past. We do. We do. Absolutely. And I have a suggestion before we get to parting shots tonight. I want to see a new organization rise out of the ashes of our old economy right now i'm going to give i'm going to pitch this idea for any government employee listening the ffr the federal food resource uh, or, or federal federal food reserve right the federal yeah. food reserve and have locations Again, it would not be hard to make 10 cold storage locations in every state. Some smaller states might not need 10, but a state like Ohio would. A state like Pennsylvania would definitely, maybe 12. Uh, a state like Maryland, you know, maybe eight. But yes, the Federal Food Reserve, we need that right now. Fuck you, Trump. Stop worrying about the meat packing or the, the the meat packing plants or the slaughterhouses or whatever and worry about all the food yeah and the people who have to deal with the food and buy it and distribute yes. it and distribute it because you know this is uh i just can't believe something like this hasn't 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 come in but yeah the federal food reserve that's what we need we, uh, what 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 is it, uh, Joe? The strategic oil reserve. How about mm -hmm. the strategic That's food it. reserve? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> it's nonsense. It's nonsense that somebody hasn't been talking about this for what three fucking months, four fucking months, five months since January. I mean, seriously, what an incompetent bunch of fucking morons. Anyway, we 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 gotta we gotta end things right now, but. Uh, sorry. I mean, a lot of heavy stuff, everybody, but don't worry. We'll play a, uh, our first clip from our sponsor before we go. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's do parting shots right now. So rain, uh, go ahead and go first. What do you got? My point, my point, the point that I was trying to make is just, we at the very least reprioritize the fact that we have spent trillions of dollars in the wars, Afghanistan, and Iraq. In Iraq, Afghanistan and Iraq, yeah. All right. Stop pretending that we can't come up with that same kind of money to save this nation. It's really that bad the way I see it. Yeah. We're not the United States. We're just the states of America at this point. The untied no, the, the untied states of America. Yes, there's no reason why we have I see no excuse for us to come up with the money that we need to get shit in order. Yeah. Anything else? No, it's my parting shot. I'm not feeling very hopeful. No problem. All right, Joe, uh, what's your parting shot, sir? You know, I, I try to find the audio of the uh, of the the doctor that uh, filed his. Uh, I did too, Joe. I couldn't find it. His, uh, yeah, his um, uh, whistleblower complaint today. Okay, Dr. Bright. Doctor, yeah, Bright. But if I may, I have the text, and I think it's important that we hear this. Go for it. Uh, You give us give us a little context. He gave a he gave he gave a public statement today, and he did it on recording, and he and he and they had a uh, the text in the paper. Yeah. And in case you missed it, it's very important. It's very poignant. It's very powerful. Okay. And this is from a. A man who spent his career saving lives, okay, and dedicated to, to, to saving lives. Uh-huh. I've spent my cr- entire career in vaccine development, in the government with CDC and BARDA, and also in the biotechnical industry. My professional background has prepared me for a moment like this, to confront and defeat a deadly virus that threatens the American people around and people around the globe to this point. I have led the government's effort to invest in the best science available to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. Unfortunately, this resulted in clashes with HHS political leadership, including criticism for my proactive efforts to invest early in vaccines and supplies critical to saving American lives. I also resisted efforts to fund potentially dangerous drugs promoted by those with political connections. Specifically and contrary to misguided directives, I limited the broad use of chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine promoted by the administration as a panacea, which clearly had lacked scientific merit. While I am prepared to look at all the options to think outside the box for effective treatments, I rightly resisted efforts to provide an unproven drug on demand to the American public. I insisted that these drugs be provided only to the hospitalized patients with confirmed COVID-19 while under the supervision of a physician. These drugs have potentially serious risks associated with them, including increased mortality observed in some recent studies in patients with COVID-19. Sidelining me in the middle of pandemic and placing politics and cronyism ahead of science puts lives at risk and stunts 
national efforts to safely and effectively address this urgent public health crisis. I will request that the Inspector General of the Department of the Health and Human Services investigate the manner in which this administration has politicized the work of BARDA and has pressurized, pressurized, pressured me and other conscientious scientists to fund companies with political connections as well as efforts that lack scientific merit. Rushing blindly toward unproven drugs can be disastrous and result in countless more deaths. Science in service to the health and safety of the American people must always trump politics. I am very grateful for the bipartisan support from Congress and their confidence in my leadership of BARDA as reflected in the generous appropriations to BARDA in the CARES 3 Act. In my science, it is my, my sincere hope that the dedicated professionals of BARDA and th throughout HHS will be allowed to use the best science acumen and integrity to continue their efforts to stop the pandemic without political pressure or distractions America's deserves no less. Amen. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. There, now, if you caught in between there, he made a very serious criminal charge. Yes. That he was directed by the administration to funnel funds to political friends of Trump's. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't miss it. On bogus, on bogus, yeah, on bogus science. Mm -hmm. I've never seen such criminality. I've never seen such criminality. And, and, and you know, again, I'm going to be 49 in June. And Joe, you're a little bit older than me. Uh, I mean, the, the lawlessness, it's, it's unparalleled. You know, even the Republican Party in 1974 had enough to sense to say enough is enough. Resign. Yeah. Resign. Why? What's, what's happened? I mean, what? I'm sorry. You keep cutting out. Between, start o between, start over. Say it again. Where, no, I really wasn't cutting out. It was just where, what, oh. why? I, I am so crestfallen. This party has literally become a death cult. That's what we said in the first segment. We absolutely death cult, blood sacrifice. If they're old, just die. You let a good life just die. That's what Ben Shapiro and other people have said. Chris Christie said that. Uh, we've got Dr. Oz. The Wizard of Oz. I would fucking rather talk, listen to than Dr. Oz. Saying, oh, yeah, a third of our children will die. It's fine, or whatever he said. You know, it, it, it's a death cult. That's exactly what it is. It is an absolute fucking death cult. And they can all fucking you know just climb into the same little uh shit bunker and die together uh, for all i fucking care yeah but, but you know it ain't gonna Edwin, be me it ain't gonna, i'm not playing by your fucking rules i'll i'll yeah. i'll live through this shit i'm not gonna eat my neighbor i'm not gonna hope somebody dies that isn't me um but you know what I see the people out there who are saying that we should return to normal. I'm seeing the people out there who are going out and screaming in cops' faces. All you people, if you die, 
nobody's going to grieve for you. Nobody's going to fucking grieve for you because guess what? You're on the wrong goddamn side of this shit. But anyway, we got to wrap it up. Stay tuned for the Tim Carmel show and uh, go to the uh, Mike Pence Freedom Clinic. Is that right? The Mike the, the Mike Pence Freedom Clinic. All right. Let me, uh, let me put the... Uh, put that in the chat that. room. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap the show up and we'll have a special message from there our sponsor. There you spot. go. There you go. We'll have a special message from our sponsor at the end of the program tonight. We'll see everybody on Friday. Bobber will be here with us. Hey. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. In these troubled times, are you worried about food insecurity and don't know which way to turn? Well, look no further. And welcome to Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. Tell us more about it, Alex. I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? How I'm going to haul him up by chain and chop his ass up? I mean, I never bragged about it or all that kind of stuff, but I've, I've had a few girlfriends and done a few things and beat people to death and things like that. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alex. We'll see everybody next time on Alex Jones' Cannibal Quarantine Kitchen. And chop his ass up. That's so good.